This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday. It's February 28th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning in an abrupt... Abru- <laughs> Abrupt. Abrupt. Turn of events. The plan for the country's first supervised injection site to open in South Philadelphia stopped in its tracks Thursday. The controversial injection site to be... In its tracks. Yeah. (laughs) Track marks. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, the the nonprofit safe house was scheduled to open next week at the Constitution Health Plaza at Broad and McKean Streets. However, a spokesperson for the Constitution Health Plaza says that they are canceling the lease. So they kind of saved the day. According to Mayor Jim Kenney, who is the supporter of safe injection sites, says safe house voluntarily delayed its opening so it could focus on meetings with the community. But the building owner alerted the city that they are no longer interested in moving forward with the lease. Whoops. The council members who represent the area say that was part of the problem. Residents were never consulted and they were left in the dark from the beginning. You can't come into a community, make a decision such as putting a safe injection site, putting children in danger without consulting the community. But most importantly, the site was absurd in the first place, said uh, Councilman Kenyatta Johnson. So I think they're going to push the reset button here and get uh, the folks to see what's best to go forward from this point. Uh, U.S. Attorney William McSwain, who sued Safe House last year, said he is taking legal action to stop the site from opening. Under the safe house plan, people could bring drug, drugs to the clinic, uh, clinic-like setting, use them in a partition bay, and get medical help if they overdose. They would also be uh, have access to counseling, treatment, and other health services. Safe injection sites are al- already up and running in Canada. The facilities are clean and uh, a getaway to rehabilitation, but prevalent drug use and sales outside of the facilities takes place during and after operating hours. Now, um, sort of running concurrently with this, I saw something that I didn't know existed before, and we all have heard that um, fentanyl is like the yep. killer. Yep, absolutely. It's a big time killer. People are cutting the, the heroin with the, with the fentanyl and stuff like that. And there's a, uh, a woman over in uh, New Jersey who it was either her husband or brother, somebody very close to her died as a, as a result of fentanyl overdose. And she is giving away like free strips to um, heroin addicts that um, if you put the strip in in this in the drug, it'll tell you if it's got fentanyl. Okay, in it, you know? yeah. And so oh, that seriously, yeah. I mean, so that that's another. Would that good stop someone who was who if they had it and they were shooting up? But they say, oh, this has fentanyl in it. I'm not going to use it. I don't know. Steve. Yeah, okay. I don't know. But um, sometimes people um, will. I mean, I think this woman's uh, the reason he, uh, her loved one overdosed is because it was like pure fentanyl. What what are these strips and where do you get them? She is um, offering them. I know, uh, but so like, where does she get them? I don't. I'm not really sure. Like, are they I'm out? Not, can you buy them somewhere? Or? She's giving them away for free. But if she's giving them away for free, uh, I assume that you can buy them somewhere. Mm, probably but, buy them know, in bulk. Why don't I try and find some information on that? Okay. Aramis at the King of Prussia Mall. <laughs> I think they have to have them. They're just a hundred fifty dollars each strip, and they're made of. They wouldn't um, even talk to me. <laughs> leather. <laughs> All right. Uh, this was crazy. Yesterday, four children were injured when a car crashed into a daycare in Upper Southampton, uh, Bucks County, on Thursday. Police said it happened at the Children. Children of America Daycare located on 345 Knowles Avenue at 1.30 in the afternoon. According to the Bucks County District Attorney's Office, the majority of the 17 kids inside the daycare room were napping when the driver came crashing into the building. The children were roughly three to four years old. Four children were hospitalized and authorities say one of the children is listed in critical condition. And what kind of car was that, Kathy? It was a BMW. BMW. We were just talking about I BMW mean, drivers on. yesterday. I know. Well, so it sounds like, so the female
female driver of the BMW who's from Philadelphia was reportedly at the daycare on a business-related mar- matter, authorities said. That's all they're saying, but... Was she in the way they had doors? No, but I'm guessing that she maybe got in the car and put the car in drive and sit reverse or something. a lot. Well, yeah. Preston, you clearly remember you and I sitting in a car, a BMW... Trying to figure out how to put it in bar. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. There, there were there were yeah. some issues. There, it's there some of the the, the higher tech uh, cars. It's hard to figure out how they tell them put them in drive. But yeah, I uh, as I go through bizarre file stories, I don't report on all of them. There's so many of them of people running into businesses yeah. through front windows and doors. Yeah. because simply because they they put it in the wrong gear. It happens. Yeah, so the driver was also taken to the hospital. She's since been released. Authorities are still working to determine the cause of the crash. A former pastor found guilty of raping and impregnating a teenage girl is now charged in connection with a murder-for-hire plot. Pennsylvania State Police charged 37-year-old Jacob Malone with criminal homicide, aggravated assault, and terroristic threats on Tuesday. According to the criminal complaint, Malone attempted to arrange the murder of Pastor Harold Lee Wiggins and Common Pleas President Judge Jacqueline Cody while incarcerated at SCI Laurel Highlands. In Investigators say Malone tried to pay inmate Angelo Tomeo at SCI Phoenix $5,000 to murder Wiggins because he was a key witness in the case. And this is the pastor doing all this? Uh, this yeah, the, the pastor that was, was charged for huh. uh, raping this, this 17-year-old. Yeah, Malone offered additional money to murder Cody since she rejected a lighter sentence in the case. Police said that the inmate reported the request to detectives. Malone was sentenced to three to six years. The jury convicted him of sexually assaulting and impregnating a 17-year-old girl who came to live with the family in Chester County. Malone uh, Malone is currently at SCI Phoenix and awaiting a preliminary hearing uh, date for the murder for hire charge. Uh, before we go to sports, hang on. We have somebody who can tell us where to get those uh, fentanyl strip things. Oh, good. Hi, you're on the air. Anonymous, good morning. Hi, my name oh, well, my name's Kimberly. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, you can actually go to any like local methadone clinic and they'll supply them for free. And they supply those for free? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and it would probably save lives. A lot of times people are doing it because they don't, they don't want to use it. Okay, gotcha. Understood. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I wasn't sure where one might obtain those, but I guess you can get those. Kids. That makes sense. Can you just use a pregnancy kit? No, I don't think that works. <laughs> you can get those at the dollar store. Yeah. We yeah. found no, out. They're very cheap and vote yep, of candles. Right. Mm-hmm. You can get them at the mm-hmm. dollar store. You bought my tube socks, my... <laughs> I got everything. <laughs> Fentanyl strips. Yeah, all there. Pregnancy tests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do sports. <laughs> Ball sacks are yummy. Ball sacks are yummy. <laughs> The Sixers beat the New York Knicks last night at the center. Tobias yeah. Harris scored, scored 34 points to lead the shorthanded team to a 115-106 win. They, did it! they played without injured All-Stars Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. The Sixers are back on the road starting this weekend with a four-game road trip that will take them through California. Up first is a game in L.A. against the Clippers on Sunday and tip-off is scheduled for 3.30 in the afternoon. But before the game, the team learned that Joel Embiid does not have structural damage to his sprained left shoulder, but the center will be out for at least a week. The Sixers, who improved their home record to 28-2 with the win over the Knicks, are just 9-21 on the road. The Flyers will look to extend their four-game winning streak when they host the New York Rangers tonight in South Philly. The Rangers have won five games in a row to move closer to the wildcard spot. The Flyers are currently in third place in the Metro Division, one point behind the Pittsburgh Penguins for second, and five behind the Washington Capitals for first. The pup drops at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We welcome you to a Friday morning. What did I miss? Did she say puck drops? <laughs> 
She oh, did. God, I don't think so. You, but. you did. But it's okay. Listen, it's all part of that morning shaking the cobwebs hey, off. I said, uh, stick it in your smoking pipe the other day. And Nick said, pipe it and poke it in your smoke. And I said, protein. Casey's a protein. We've all got our little things. No Get on board the new language train. Today's going to be good, though. I, uh, uh, somebody has spiked the coffee. It's like insanely uh, uh, bold today. It's very, very, yeah. very strong. You should have seen me earlier because there, there's a uh, creamers. There are creamers out there that I had no idea were French vanilla creamers. Oh. So I put in my sugar and I'm like, wow! Oh, those are my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can just use those without sweetening the coffee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, anyhow, today of surprises here on the Preston and Steve show. We do have our word of the week prize to give away a three night, three day drive and stay mini vacation that comes up at the end of the program. Other than that, we're wide open today. Today, a very intimate show on the Price and Steve Radio I love this. We're gonna, just us. It's just us. We're going to find out about you, and you're going to find out about <laughs> us. We refused all guests today. Mm-hmm. We said no. Today is just for us. I like yeah. this. A just us show. Yeah, yeah, we need some weed time. And that's exactly <laughs> some weed what time? we're going to do. Weed you, time. That's oh, what I thought oh. you said. I was like, it's a weed show. No, weed time? Oh, yeah. Sure. It's weed time. Oh, I didn't know that's what we were doing. <laughs> well, we're picking up our strips, press. <laughs> Break out your vapes, your bongs, pipes, whatever you got. Jo- roll them if you want. I'll drive. Huh. We're gonna, Casey's going to drive. He's the sober one here. Uh, wow. and we'll, so will Steve. Uh, we'll some, yeah, that's right. All right, Nick, Kathy. I'm, I'm getting high. I'll tell you what. Yeah. You guys get high. Marissa. Casey will drive and I'll make you a box lunches. Right. Oh, fair enough. Marissa be... gave like a, all right. Let's take a look. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. I'll get high. Why not? Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, no, it's some wee time. Oh, wee. Wee. wee time. Uh, um, but uh, whatever we have to give away, we are going to make sure that we give away. I know we have some movie screening passes and some other things that we'll have your chance to win. So uh, we shall enjoy today, uh, this end of week. And uh, hopefully yours has been uh, nice and smooth. If it's been a tad bit bumpy, we'll try and uh, roll out those edges a little bit and make it uh, a good one to head into the weekend. Let's take a quick break. Come back in a second. I'll have a stupid question all ready to go for you and some prizes and uh, stories about celebs. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. MMR, buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Really? Yeah. All right, so stupid question this morning. We're going to give away a pair of tickets for Dinosaur Pileup. They're playing the Foundry on uh, April 21st. I'm going to do a question. I'm going to do a more serious uh, question for Black History Month because it's the last day we're going to have one. Uh, Because we've done some fun ones. Uh, But... um, Steve, the movie Glory. I, I was just watching it. We're, we're going to key off of uh, the 54th Regiment, Massachusetts Volunteer Infantry. Now, they were not the uh, uh, they were not the first African American regiment. Uh, they were the second, actually. Right. Who was the first? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. All right. So, who what was the first African American regiment? 
All right, 215-263-WMMR. The 54th, which is well known from the movie Glory, was actually the second. Let's see if you know the first. This is according to Wikipedia, so I'll okay. make sure I get my facts here, out, out here straight. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> I'll go through some birthdays today while we're awaiting your answer. Friday, February 28th. Allie Larter. Yeah, we love her. Her birthday. She's a Jersey girl, by yes. the way. Yes. And, uh, yeah, movies like uh, Varsity Blues and Final Destination and Jay and Silent Bob. We talked uh, about the first time, or at least the first time I saw her was in that commercial where she had, like, the black strips, one across her, her boobs and the other across her uh, her cooter section. And I'm using medical terms there. Her the section. cooter Your section. Your cooter section is infected. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, and she was uh, super sexy there and then off and running. I like her. She can be she can be sexy and she can be, like, scary, intimidating. See that movie with Idris Alba? I didn't. I saw parts of yeah, it, yeah. and she was terrifying. Yeah. Uh, She's the stalker the fling. Stalker girl. Yeah. 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 That show Heroes on NBC had such promise, and it her did. character in general, because you didn't know exactly what she was. You just knew that she could rip you to shreds. What she, happened, though? Well, what happened was is that they... Um, they they went they went too uh, hero intensive too quickly. Oh. Like they just rolled out a few, and then they were adding too much on. It was people were so fa- good. People were fanatical about well, it. Well, also Kathy, it happened hit at a time where it was sort of pre um, influx of superhero movies, and and it wasn't such a uh, a wealth of stuff available. So we had, oh man, this is awesome. Right. Yeah. I also felt like uh, when they started messing with the timeline, uh, the time travel stuff kind of messed things up a little bit. Well, yeah, when they sent one of the most popular characters to feudal Japan for a while, it wasn't uh, yep. was all that good. So she's 44 today. Radon Chong, we were just talking about her the other day. She said she had sex with uh, with uh, Mick Jagger when she was 15, I think. Yeah. Uh, but she willingly and gratefully and is happy about Has that no regrets that she did that yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. Kind of, she's a sexual being steve that is sexual uh but uh daughter of tommy chunk uh really great in the movie the color purple and uh she's in commando too she's won the oscar for commando 59 to me no <laughs> i don't think you got your facts straight on that uh john Turturro uh, i love him celebrates his birthday today yeah he's pretty great so now, he should have won an Oscar did, for yeah. Quiz Show. Do you know? Yes. It's he should have. Stemple. Excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Here's a guy who can jump between Coen Brothers-type art house movies and Transformer movies. Yeah. 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 He um, also, is, is there talks to him being, is there going to be a Jesus movie uh, of his character from um, Big Lebowski? I don't know. I thought you were thinking like a, like another riff on the Last Temptation of Christ with no. him as Christ. I think I have heard rumor of that case, but I haven't seen anything to really solidify that the legitimacy of it. But apparently, uh, it came out last year. What? Yeah. No. So are they making one, Nick? Uh, the, it came out in October. Case I didn't know anything about it either. But wow. uh, it's called the Jesus Rolls, and okay. uh, I don't know if it was the um, uh, what you call it, brothers, Coen brothers, doing the writing on it or not, but. It's oh. uh, it's out and available, so since, you can find it somewhere. Since we haven't heard about it, I I doubt it was the yeah. Coen Brothers. Then, wow. Mm. Okay, uh, so John Turturro is sixty three today. It's Gilbert Gottfried's birthday. Hey, today. yeah, he is. Uh, he's sixty five. He's always great. I listened to Steve. I listened to a little bit of his podcast uh, shortly after uh, the last time he came by here. Yeah, and. Uh, they had a guy on who was a producer for Mork and Mindy. I forgot his name. His first name was Howard. It was hysterical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was really really funny. He's a he's a funny strange guy, Mr. Gilbert Gottfried. And it's always a deep dive into incredible nerdum and Hollywood oh, minutia, yeah. and that's yeah. what it's about. That's why I think it's such a great podcast. He's sixty five. Uh, Bernadette Peters, uh-huh. is seventy two. 
And, of course, uh, we learned that Deadpool has a thing for her big time in the first movie. I think I did for many years. Yeah, yeah. I always thought she was like, hot. The, the, jerk. the jerk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's 72. Gavin McLeod, uh, who is Captain Stubing on The Love Boat. Captain Stubing. Yep. Uh, also the Mary Tyler Moore show. He's also in, I think, one of the first uh, sort of uh, juvenile delinquent films. I think he's in, is he in Blackboard Jungle? I'm not no, sure. No, no, but no. He, his career goes way back. Uh, he's 89 today. Uh, the great Mario <clears throat> Andretti, former auto racer, celebrates his early 80th birthday today. 80th birthday. <laughs> well, he's Italian, Preston. Yes. Er- er- happy Ertieth. <laughs> That's how they say it in Italian. Uh, hey, I, it's your 80th birthday. I believe that my grandfather was friends with him. Was, I believe that. Was yeah, very friendly with him. My dad said that they were at some sort of like racing expo, and um, my grandfather walked right up to the front of the line and was like, excuse me, and walked over, and like he came over and gave my grandfather a big hug, and my dad wow. was like, oh, I didn't even know you knew who he was. That's pretty cool. Because <laughs> I slept that's, with him. That's racing, <laughs> racing royalty. Uh, let's see. Robert Sean Leonard, the actor, he played uh, the lead of the students. Well, I guess no, there were there were a few leads in Dead Poets Society. He's the one who uh, who wants to be the actor. I'm yeah, not going to give yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens? At the he end becomes of the whole thing, Deadpool. He becomes Deadpool towards <laughs> the end. <laughs> Uh, and has a thing for Bernadette Peters. Yeah. No, he's also on the show House. Uh, he is uh, 51 today. Uh, actress Mercedes Rule. Yes. Uh, who's been in everything from, uh, she was the mom in Big. She's great in the movie The Fisher King. I love that movie. Wasn't she the mom in The Last Action Hero, too? You know what? I don't know. Yeah. Very very well could have been. Uh, she's 72 today. Uh, Cindy Wilson, the singer, the B-52s. Uh, she is the blonde. Love her. Yeah, her and Kate, Kate Pearson? Kate Pearson is the other one, exactly, yeah. If you're talking about harmonies, man, like, yeah. I, I, I kid you not, I listen to Deadbeat Club and, um, uh, and this, Rome. Yep. They're just great songs yep. all the time. I agree. Uh, Cindy Wilson celebrates her 63rd birthday today, so happy birthday to you. And then the last birthday today is Eric Lindros's 47th oh! birthday. The one and only, Mr. Eric Lindros, and there's the love music from Casey. Uh, I never thought Eric Lindros would be calling my phone. Oh, my God. Are we going to? We have to. Okay. We have to, I guess, guys, to Eric, because um, we're kind of around the same age. Uh, I don't know what it was, but, uh, you know, I sort of fell in love with you a little bit in a totally gay way. Uh, I don't know. You, you do that to guys, Eric. You do it to dudes, man. I don't know what just happened here, but it was uncomfortable. Uh, geez, these things happen. I mean, that's inevitable. Yeah. They're going to happen. And, um, you know, there are some some ways to, uh, to possibly... Uh, uh, Stay away from uh, from them occurring, but they will occur from time to time. So you're you're in Toronto now, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. We want you back here in Philly. <laughs> oh God! Oh, it hurts every time. At least it's just <laughs> once a year, case. No, it's not. <laughs> the way you just you, you just timidly settle into it. We, we want you back oh, here. Oh, I, I want to make you feel. <laughs> I want you to sit on my face. Uh, I know that feeling. Like, I see in your face. You're just like, why did I ever say that? (laughs) Uh, Eric's a nice guy. Uh, We've all had a chance to meet him, right? Yeah, Yeah. multiple times. In case he ruined it for us. We'll never Mm -hmm. come back Mm -hmm. again, but whatever. Happy 47th (laughs) to uh, Mr. Eric You do it to dudes. 
Let's I see never if we... thought Eric Lindros would be calling my phone. No. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. So uh, in the movie Glory, it's about the 54th Regiment, uh, Massachusetts. Volunteer Infantry. Uh, not the first African-American infantry in the Union. What was the first? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I'm going to go to Casey and see if he knows the answer. Hey, Casey. Hi, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks. So what is the answer? What was the first African-American regiment? The first Kansas, Kansas colored Infantry Regiment. Yes, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Rolls right off the top. I would have, I would have taken first Kansas. It is the first Kansas colored volunteer infantry regiment. Uh, you got it right, Casey. We are going to give you tickets to see the show with Dinosaur Pileup, which is at the Foundry on April 21st. Tickets are on sale now. LiveNation.com. So the movie was on the other day, and... Um, my sons were in the room, and, and I came in in the middle of it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't watch it from the beginning, and uh, and it's where uh, they're about to volunteer uh, to take on the the fort to do to, to lead the assault, right? And uh, oh, right at the end, then yeah, yeah it's towards yeah, the end. Yeah. So I'd been watching it for a right. while. My sons were in the room. I'm, I'm like, well, my son Parker's like, what is this? And I told him, and I, and they were, you know, so the the give him hell fifty fourth part. Oh God! And he's like, yeah, they they probably felt like they had to do that. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. These men were volunteering to die for these other guys, yeah, so that they might have a shot at this. Mm. And uh, so this got their attention, and they watched that battle sequence, and I kept looking over at them to see if they were paying attention or not, and they were just hyper-focused on what was going on. Even just talking about it, I start to get, you know... Oh, my God, me too. You get choked up. When when he... When he when he he pats the uh, the horse, sends the horse away, yeah. and you know, and, and, and all of that stuff, it's like all symbolic. And, and he says to the to the journalist, "Let let people know what happened here, because it was you couldn't tweet it out, yeah. you couldn't Instagram. Yeah. Here we are, ready to take the fort." And uh, it's an amazing movie and an, an amazing group of people. And then uh, the part where Denzel grabs the flag, come on! Yes, if this man Whoa. should fall, yeah, yeah. Oh That's my wild. God! Yeah, I, you know, I'm. Embarrassed to say and ashamed to say, never seen the movie. Have, oh. you, have you seen Happy Gilmore? <laughs> I, uh, uh, yes. Same so movie. I feel like I've done the my same. part then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a gator. And he's, <laughs> Give uh, him hell, Gilmore. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's an awesome movie. You should see it. Right. It's really great. Uh, also on birthdays, I just got a text message. Allison Dunlop's birthday is. Oh! Photographer, model, wonderful person. Happy birthday to Allison Dunlap. Just a wonderful person. She's actually going to be uh, attending the Fur Ball, which is uh, next Friday for Morris Animal Refuge, which I will be hosting. I slipped in a plug there, Preston. There you nice. did. Yeah. All right, we're going to start with this. Uh, Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli uh, filed a Hail Mary motion to postpone their trial in the college admission scheme, claiming they'd unearthed an uh Exonerating evidence, apparently. So, in the court documents, their lawyers wrote, the government is trying to benefit from withholding information in violation of its obligations and the defendant's constitutional rights, but then force trial as quickly as it can. The government should not be rewarded, nor the defendants punished for this kind of egregious lack of candor and violation of its obligations. Their team, Will we call this exculpatory? Well, the word comes up in this story. There we go. The team claimed that the government withheld information found Rick Singer's iPhone during the discovery process. The information was released a day before the setting of the trial date, and it proves, the lawyers say, that the government was, quote, bullying Singer into lying. Singer is considered to be the mastermind of the nationwide college scam. In one note, Singer wrote, They continue to ask me to tell a fib 
and not restate what I told my clients as to where the money was going to the program, not the coach, and that it was a donation and they want it to be a payment. That all any information like this has to be made uh, available to the court. And if you don't, it's a serious violation. Yeah, exactly. So their lawyer claimed the notes are precisely the kind of exculpatory and indeed exonerating information Laughlin and Kimberly have been seeking. Uh, Despite their last minute wrangling, the trial date of October 5th has been set. So it didn't Uh, really do anything at that point. But I wonder if it will ding the whole process a little bit. Yeah, it gives them something. All right, now that Harvey Weinstein's conviction of rape charges has been delivered, the other issues surrounding the complicated case are emerging. While he is facing up to 25 years behind bars in his New York conviction, the 67-year-old is still facing sexual assault and rape charges in California, which could result in 28 years behind bars. Now, legal experts speculate that the mounting legal cost could affect his ex-wife, Georgina Chapman, and their two young daughters. How? And even if Chapman, who has reportedly moved on with Adrian Brody who looks just like Harvey Weinstein. I know, I know, yeah. Uh, Never wants to see him again. Chances are she'll have to deal with him for the sake of the kids. The 43-year-old filed for divorce in 2017, shortly after assault allegations from 80-plus women emerged. She reportedly signed a $15 to $20 million settlement and got full custody of their daughters, India, who is nine, and uh, Dashiel, who is six. Now, Peter M. Walter, a partner at L.A.-based Walter Meckler, tells uh, Fox there are a couple of factors here. There's the visitation with the dad, and you always have to go to the best interests of the children. So, so she would drop him off at the prison? Yeah, I guess so. No. So despite the fact that uh, she's reviled the bad man who's going to be in prison, he said, I think that uh, courts will find the children still ne- need to see their father and they love their father, and I think the wife admits it. Uh, he added that they are likely going to feel the impact for years. It's really sad for the kids. I mean, everybody knows about it. It's all over the news. All the kids in their school are going to know, and they're going to be picked on. It's going to be hard for them. How is mom going to explain you're going to visit your dad in jail? Mm-hmm. Every kid knows what jail is. They play Monopoly, get out of jail. Uh, what do you say to your kid? Uh, so, by the way, uh, on a side note, a member of the seven-man, five-woman jury who spoke out on the trial and bombshell verdict has been forced into hiding, her sister tells Page Six. The sister said she started getting threats on social media and through emails saying that she is a snitch. And how could she do that? She is scared. Who's coming at her for that? And I don't know, uh, being a snitch about what? I mean... It's a, a jury. It's a verdict. It's, it was a public. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I so, don't know. But there, you know. Listen again. Uh, if you read Ronan Farrow's books, the uh, book, the tendrils, the 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 mechanism that Harvey Weinstein had in place to terrorize people he was dealing with was huge. So who knows? Maybe these are people still on his pay list. She shut down her social media accounts and uh, fled her apartment after giving an interview in which she had hoped the victims would find closure from the decision. So I don't know. Anyway, this is weird. This could have been in the bizarre file. The Securities and Exchange Commission said yesterday that it has settled charges against Steven Seagal. Yes. For failing to disclose that he was being paid to promote a cryptocurrency investment. If I was going to purchase anything cryptocurrency related, the first person I would turn to would be Steven Seagal. And the SEC has gotten involved in this. Uh, He's such a snazzy pitch man, Preston. uh, The SEC said that uh, Seagal, yeah, is... He's just, it's a whisper. 
Yes, cryptocurrency. Uh, the SEC said that Sagan uh, failed to disclose that he was uh, disclosed. He was promised two hundred fifty thousand dollars in cash and seven hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of B two G tokens in exchange for his promotions for an initial coin offering by Bitcoin to Gen. <laughs> Dude, we don't even we don't even don't profess know. to understand this at all. However, um we there's a picture of him up in the studio, Preston. He's the biggest I've ever seen him. Oh, yeah. He's just severely overweight. Yep. Uh he will pay $314,000 to settle the charges, by the way. Uh, this is in. Steven Spielberg is officially stepping down from the Indiana Jones franchise. Uh, for the first time, it seems another director, reportedly James Mongold, will take the reins for the Indy 5, which is scheduled. Mongold just pawn in Game of Life, right? Yeah, right. exactly. He is. Uh, you know what? Is it is it bad that I don't hate this? No, and I th- I thought the exact same thing. You might need a little bit of fresh blood. I think so to reinvigorate the franchise, especially because he might go places with the Indiana Jones. And certainly at this point, we need to address the elephant in the room that um, he's way up there, India. Oh, yeah. Indiana Jones. So um, let's see what they do. So yeah. This guy, James Mangold, uh, you guys I love his movies. He did yeah. uh, Ford versus Ferrari, Logan, The Wolverine. I mean, he's got a 310 to Yuma back Logan in... Logan alone. So yeah. if he brings a Logan-type perspective yeah. to this thing and, and really gives... So you, what, the, what you don't want is the law of diminishing returns for this iconic figure we love. Yeah. So do do we, right by him. Do we have him in studio for 310 to Yuma? Because I know we had... Uh, I almost said Henry Fonda. Peter Fonda. <laughs> What the hell am I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we just had Peter Fonda uh, and Ben Foster. I was Foster. looking for Chose. <laughs> <laughs> they have everything. You can find everything, Mr. Fonda. God damn it, I was looking for Chose. Um but but I you know, God bless Steven Spielberg and, and, and his genius and all yeah. that he's done, but I it, the it's become it's it's too popcorny for me. Well, and, I, and I'd like to see it change. Take it back to the, like the Nazi stuff, or the you know, I know obviously you're contemporizing it or whatever, but give him, um, yeah, something a little bit more grounded. Yeah. So uh, Harrison Ford is still in position to star. Uh, the film's release date has been uh, pushed several times, uh, and uh, July 9th, twenty twenty one, might happen. We'll see if that ends up taking place. You know who? Uh, actually, looking back on uh, Indiana Jones, and he he might be, he might be a superhero. I mean, he might have uh, superhero powers that we don't know of. Kind of like in in the second um, uh, Deadpool movie, Domino. Yes, how just everything mm. kind of happens right properly, no matter the odds. Yeah, she's something. lucky. I love yeah, that. He's like, super duper lucky. Like the I mean, Deadpool too. Try uh, seven or whatever. They, no, there's no way, yeah. and, it, and it works. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Drew Carey is paying his last respects to Amy Harwick, his ex-fiancee, who was killed reportedly by an ex who was stalking her. Uh, the Price is Right host was photographed by TMZ outside the Huff and uh, Laker Funeral Home in Pennsylvania. I'm not sure where in our state this took well, place. She went to North Penn, remember? Yeah. Uh-huh. So maybe up by that. Yeah, possibly. Uh, Carey is working to have uh, domestic violence laws strengthened in the wake of her death, so he's obviously mourning her. Uh, Lindsay Lohan's mom, Dina, may avoid jail time for a recent hit-and-run DWI if she completes a rehab program, a uh, judge said yesterday. I just had to get up in front of the jet. (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) 57-year-old... 
<laughs> and then the court Jethro removed me. <laughs> the 57-year-old was previously facing six months behind bars. Are you sure you're off the booze now? I sure am, Jed. <laughs> Jed. Jed. Her lawyer, Mark Heller, said, we're very optimistic that Dina will not be sentenced to any incarceration, and we're very hopeful that uh, next time uh, we come back to court, there will be a favorable disposition. Uh, she has not yet entered a plea and is due back on March 26th, by is, the way. Is the one who's the least uh, effed up uh, the Lindsay Lohan sister? The uh, the one they oh, tried yeah, to Ellie, yeah, Ellie Lowen. right? I don't know. I don't maybe. really see much about her. Anymore, no, maybe so. that's the good thing. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, Jordan Peele has released a chilling trailer for the upcoming remake of the horror classic Candyman. I watched it. I've not seen this yet. How is it? Look good. It looks pretty good. I have to say, I love the original Candyman, and um, we'll see what they do with it. He's a talented enough director to put his own spin on it. The story follows a grad student working on a thesis about urban legends, and this one is directed by Nia DaCosta, who did the film Little Woods. Did you ever see the original Candyman? No. With Virginia Madsen? It's really good. It takes place in the same location, Cabrini Green, in uh, Chicago, and and this this urban legend they create is so well done. Hmm. Uh, You saw a case, right? Did. Yeah, scared me. Still so this, scares, as a forty-four-year-old man, it still scares me. To they day. created this for the movie. Yes. Okay. So it's basically like the uh, Bloody Mary uh, yeah. thing, where you look into the mirror and you say Candyman, uh, you know, five times. And uh, the way they did it, and the way uh, they psychologically screw with you in the first Candyman is just really well done. Okay. This was one of these ones that uh, it was on at like an eighth-grade party or whatever, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to fit in, so I watched it. As <laughs> uh, the only time I ever watched it. Never watched it again. Never will watch it again because it scared the crap out of me. And mirrors were then about, you know, out. You just couldn't look in a mirror ever. I uh, is still have never said that word into the mirror. Yeah, screw that. Because it might Candyman? work. Yeah. Or we'll Bloody Mary. Either. Either one. Right. Yeah. You the worst know. thing is if you if you happen to come across Candyman drinking a Bloody Mary, you know, <laughs> you, you know your, your time is up. Uh, so it stars Watchmen's uh, Yaya Abul Mateen II. He was good. He was really good. Uh, and if Beale Street could talk uh, to uh, Tayona Paris, uh, Candyman hits theaters on June 12th of this year. So this summer we got a scary movie coming out. Uh, let's see. Chris Jenner was on the Ellen DeGeneres show yesterday, played a little game with Ellen. It's called Keep Up With The Blank. And it ended up revealing quite a bit. When asked which kid never picks up when she calls, she said Kylie. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, she's a billionaire. She doesn't need her now. When asked who would provide her with the next grandchild, she said Courtney. Courtney, Or maybe Kylie. What do you think? I think Courtney. And then she said maybe Kendall. So she's all over the place. Kylie's kind of loose. Kendall is the only (laughs) child who hasn't had a child herself as of yet. All right. Tell me what you think about this. Tyra Banks. Feels inspired by Walt Disney. The 46-year-old model is set to launch her own beauty theme park called Model Land. This in, seems in, like a like a like a bat like an onion article in yeah. Santa Monica. That I was curious of the legitimacy yeah, of this it, when I read it. It seems incredibly <laughs> stupid. Uh, so so this is going to be in Santa Monica Model Land uh, later on this year. Uh, Tyra has admitted to taking inspiration from uh, the American pioneer, Mr. Disney. She said, I'm inspired by Walt Disney. He created a legacy brand and destination that exists beyond his time on Earth and continues to delight people of all ages 
uh, through fantasy and story. What I want to see are lines of overweight people pressed in eating uh, churros yeah. and funnel cakes in line to get on the mascara ride. Uh, Tyra also <laughs> revealed that her over uh, her overarching ambition behind Model Land is to bring modeling to the masses. Woo! Modeling is awesome! Uh, she wrote on the theme... You actually feel like you're on the runway in Milan. The theme park's website, I want to redefine what a model and modeling means. It, it ain't just about having a contract with a top modeling agency, and it's not just being an Insta model with tons of followers. No. I want to make people everywhere feel more beautiful and powerful than they ever believed Everybody's possible. a model. You're a model. model. You're a model. Nick, can you make sure that this is indeed real? Sure. And, just, and look that up for me. Just reading it, though, doesn't it look to you like it's Modell Land? Like it's the, it does. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like it's a, yeah, where you go get your jerseys. Yeah, yeah because it's all one word, yeah. and there's two L's next to each other. Modell Land. Mm-hmm. Modell well, and. Well, and maybe the, the Modell family will open up a uh, sports store land. <laughs> uh, earlier this week, Tyra said the that uh, women of all shapes and sizes deserve to feel beautiful. Uh, the model says is, a super beautiful one is determined that her new beautiful theme park will change the widespread perceptions of attractiveness. Yeah. So she wrote a book called Model Land or Modell okay. Land uh, in 2011. Did you say that? No. Okay. No, I did not. Yeah. So th- it's sort of based on that, and um, and she had success with the book. So who knows? Maybe. Why not make it into an amusement park? Why not? Right. <laughs> Coming soon to your neighborhood, Logical. To Kill a Mockingbird amusement park. <laughs> Logical progression. You got. You get to actually pretend you're Boo Radley. Uh, Model Land, she said, Model Land is not just an attraction. It's a uh, place full of story that challenges what attractive means. When you step into Model Land, yeah. you enter a fantastical world where we celebrate your uniqueness while we help you master your uh, your angles. You're welcome to Model Land. Uh, fast pass to the left. Ugly people to the right. And up your photo game. Uh, you are Model Land's star. Our cameras are waiting for you. The only people who get the fast pass are the attractive sure. ones? Yeah. yeah. Morbidly obese people on, on scooters. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good luck with that. <laughs> Welcome to Model Land. You get the thrill of being a model. If she's like a model, you're going to be a model. Have a good time. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Kelly Clarkson is returning as a host of the Billboard Music Awards for a third year in a row. Uh, The pop star and daytime talk show host will keep the trains running on time at the 2020 BBMA, slated to air live from Las Vegas on April 29th at 8 p.m. They actually have a mass transit system for this thing? I guess they do. That's the way it appears. Her and Mussolini. The, um, I lost my place. She's Here we go. The three cute. The three-hour telecast will feature the year's hottest musical acts, unexpected collaborations, and buzzy moments. I love buzzy moments. (laughs) Performers and presenters will be announced at a later date. Uh, she said, I'm thrilled to be back with my Billboard family. Uh, you can't help but like Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, she's fun. She's got, uh, did you, anybody watched you? I know you're, you you love Ellen. Have you watched her show? I think it's the lead in this. You know not? what? I haven't watched her show, no. She does a lot of uh, singing on her show, but why wouldn't she? Yeah. Uh, and she's one of the judges on The Voice? She is yep. one of the ju- And Oh, Casey, when they get to tasseling with each other, <laughs> oh, no, it's a hoot. Oh, my God. She does have a great voice. She's yeah. she's, she's the real deal. She can uh, she can really belt it out. Uh, let me see. Do I have time for anything else? Let's go with yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go with one more story. Do you want to fan him out and have Casey pick one? No, because oh. some of them are sad and, and it don't oh, really oh, matter. Uh, no, no sad. It's Friday, bro. Yeah. Okay. No <laughs> sad. No sad. No sad. No sad. Bro, no sad. No sad today. Coco sad. <laughs> okay, bro. All right. Coco want all ball. No sad. Hey. Coco. 
Coco Sad. Okay. Coco Sad. Why Coco Sad? Sad story entertainment news. Uh, as Prince Harry and Meghan Markle prepare to officially Megxit on March 31st, they'll need to start shelling out for their considerable security costs themselves. Thus far, Canadian taxpayers have been uh, shouldering at least some of the burden. A spokesperson for the Public Safety Minister, uh, Bill Blair, told Global News that uh, Canadians will stop doing so in the coming weeks. So they're going to have to pony up. I wonder how reduced everything's going to be at a certain point. Uh, do you think the Queen sort of, because listen, she's been running an empire for decades. Do you think she can finesse it enough where they're like, we don't really like this, you know, and sort of accelerate the return to the uh, the royal family? A little bit of chess going on here, you think? To, wait, to to bring them back in? Yeah, to bring them back into the Yeah, fold. I think eventually it'll happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like in the movies where, like, uh, you know, they, they show up and they want to buy this expensive thing and their card's declined. And, right, you know, right, exactly. Right. Like Meghan Mark, yeah. Wait a second. Yep. But I'm a prince. Uh, meanwhile, Meghan reportedly feels insulted by the way she and Harry are being treated by the royal family, though. Uh, per the Daily Mail, so... Take it with a grain of salt. She is uh, complaining uh, to friends about the treatment, claiming it's jealousy over Harry being the Queen's favorite. She also noted that their public statement claiming that the Queen does not own the term royal uh, was made from a place of insult. And also that video that popped up on Instagram of the Queen just hanging out casually. Uh, the, <laughs> Look at me. I'm Meghan Markle. I'm in suits. <laughs> Uh, an insider told the mail, Megan said that she and Harry were left with no choice but to make a public statement. She said if anyone should feel insulted, it should be them. Huh. Uh, they never intended to capitalize on the word royal or, and to insinuate that they were somehow abusing their privilege is absurd. It's uh, absurd. Uh, currently, Megan is in Canada with baby Archie while Harry headed back to the UK for his final events as a royal. And uh, she is set to join him in London. My name is Eden McKellen, and I'm here because I have a British accent. All right, so I think we're going to play. Normally on, on Fridays, we, we mention movies that are opening. Yeah. And, and we play, do you have it? I have it. On are we debuting a new musical theme? Yeah, because we do the we do the uh, the 20th Century Fox with the... the do you want to give him a little just a taste of what, sure. what, what we what we normally do? Go ahead and hit it, Casey. Is this, but Casey has a new piece of audio to play, I think. That, and we love this. We're never going to get rid of no, this. No, no. But maybe we can change it up from time to time. You can stop that, Case. And then this, oh. Oh, my bad, my bad. Hang on a second. He didn't need to. You just went back like It never happened. Okay. Anyway, um, so this is the new song. Put your hands on your lap. (laughs) This is the new song that we'll we'll do from time to time. Go ahead, Case. Love that so much. <laughs> That's courtesy of his son Seamus. That's so good. Apparently, Seamus plays it all the time. That's awesome. He is, I'm sure, so happy right now. In fact, Seamus played that while I was getting pulled over by the police in Wildwood. Oh my god! I was Another like, dude, way? please don't bit. play that. Turn it off. Not now. <laughs> all right. So I only have one film to mention. Uh, and this got a great review from a trusted source. I'll explain in a moment. But The Invisible Man opens this week. And it's a horror film directed by Lee Juanel. And it stars Elizabeth Moss. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about an insane scientist that figures out a way to become invisible in order to terrorize his ex-girlfriend. It is rated R. It's an hour and 50 minutes long. It has an 88% at Rotten Tomatoes. 
It looks great. I love uh, Craig Legans. Yeah. said it is one of the best adaptations of the original, uh, uh, Steve, the original Universal horror, uh, movie. horror movies that Blood he's Rings. ever seen. He said it's fantastic. And a lot of people don't remember that the Invisible Man, and they, they did the Hollow Man, you know, and, and uh, that. Uh, there's, it's, it's, they've done this a lot. But uh, the invisibility uh, goes to turn him crazy. This is starting at, I believe, the point where the guy is just nuts anyway and abusive. Yep. So uh, uh, sleeping with the enemy meets the invisible man. That's what yep. I'm saying. So that is opening this weekend. All right. On to clips. Elizabeth Moss. No stranger to the horror genre. In this clip, she talks about why she loves the story of the invisible man. Here we go. I love taking this larger, more fantastical idea of a man who is invisible and terrorizing this woman and marrying that with an incredibly human story of a woman who is trying to recover who she was. John Samos. Uh, The Invisible Man opens today, as we said. Uh, very cool. If I have a moment to get out and see a movie this weekend, I might go see that. But I doubt I will. Here's the next. I'm very busy. Here's the next clip. I'll take Annabelle. This is my wife. Sir, that's a doll. No, it's Annabelle. Sir. All right. Uh, in the TV series. <laughs> Played out, guys. Played I, out. I know, I know. In the TV series Charmed, a reboot of the popular original show, they've added some uh, new elements uh, to get fans excited for the second season. In this clip, star Rupert Evans uh, discusses what's different between seasons one and two. Here we go. I think what we're doing with season two is we're, you know, it's a much darker show and it's a much edgier show. And for Harry, for the White Lighter, we kind of delve into his origin and we see a sort of whole new side for him and a whole new reality and um, what he has to deal with in a different sort of space. I don't want to, I don't think I want to see it. If you like me, then you're not <laughs> That's he for Rupert. <laughs> his name's Rupert. Yeah. Rupert I know, Holmes. but like, I, I didn't hit that button and it scared the hell out of me. I'm like, I didn't do that. Oh, I did that yeah. one. Uh, Rupert <laughs> Evans uh, is in charm. Season two of the reboot continues tonight at eight on the CW. Uh, I didn't get a chance to hear Pierre play uh, the Pina Colada song "Escape" yesterday. I did not either. He said he was no. going to yeah. on on vinyl. Bill he was uh, thrilled about it. On <laughs> oh, I'm sure he was <laughs> yeah. just all excited about it. Should have had a closed camera on Bill just to see his reaction. <laughs> his face. Yeah. <laughs> Annabelle hates that Annabelle song. hates that song. He yeah. tweeted, uh, this is troubling. Pierre, after your double shot of Johnny Cash, what's next? Chumbawamba? Uh, and, then, and then he goes, hashtag stop the madness. And then you could hear, uh, as at that moment, we we zoom in on his face and you just hear the, oh, wait, I thought this was the shepherd. No, I got Yeah, pull that up. Because if, if Bill, <laughs> the second the song would play, you would hear, you would hear this. Come on. I'm hitting the go button. Never mind. Bit's over. We're taking a break. <laughs> Annabelle would not stand for this. <laughs> Go home. Go Stop. home. Uh... Leave. Stop looking at me. There it is. That's what I was looking for. All right, anyhow. That is the entertainment report for you this morning, dear friend. We hope that you are going to stick around for the entire program because we have stuff to give away. We have things to talk about, and you are a big part of it. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Don't forget our Word of the Week prize. We're giving that away today. It's a very cool trip to uh, Smuggler's Notch in Vermont, courtesy of Hyundai City. We'll be back in a moment. Preston and Steve. 
Ice Cardboard Classic from 93.3 WMMR and Pacifico Beer. Friday, March 6th at Jack Frost Mountain, where the snow comes first. The sled-deemed Best Design scores a $2,000 cash prize. The Best Live Life Anchors Up theme scores $500 and beer for a year from Pacifico. Sprint has $500 for the fastest sled. There's $300 for the coolest Jose Cuervo. And somewhat of a gag gift for Preston and Steve's favorite fail. Mandatory sled registration through March 1st at WMMR.com. MMR VIPs, there's still time to save money on those lift tickets. The pre-sale price is just $20, but only till noon, March 4th, or while supplies last at WMF Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic at Jack Frost Mountain. Sponsored by Chorus Photography and Sprint. Brighter future for all. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So, wanted to share a story, <clears throat> uh, which is kind of interesting. Uh, first of all, I found out um, uh, a couple that I know is getting a divorce. That's sad. And, yeah, that's never... Never good to hear that, especially when you really like uh, the people that are getting divorced. I'm not going to use any names or reveal who I'm talking use numbers. about. Uh, I'll use numbers. <laughs> no, but so I found this out, and then the plot thickened. Uh-huh. So, so you always wonder why, you know, a couple that seems happy. Now, I, I don't stay in close, close touch with these people, so I'm not, you know, part of their everyday life. And yeah. could you- see things coming. Right. But found out they're getting a divorce, and... As details unfolded, I was like, hmm, interesting. So apparently this couple uh, found out that uh, the male in the relationship had uh, wanted to spice things up in the bedroom a little bit. And so the idea was to invite another person into the bedroom with them. Okay. All right. Exactly. (laughs) And so I'm like, wow. So he wanted threesomes. Okay. Well, you know, what guy in their... In their life, wouldn't want that type of thing, but probably not with their wife, although there are some. Yes. What I found out is that he wanted to invite another man into the bedroom. Oh. Correct. Now, what remains to be seen about this and the details that I have not heard is the... How the participation of said male was taking place in the bedroom. Did it happen? It happened. Oh, it happened. It it happened, and and the, the, the female... I, I and, and it wasn't like yeah I'll try it. It had to. It took convincing over a long period of time. Is this part of the reason for the divorce? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is part of the reason for the well, divorce. Well, because the man he brought in was John Madden. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Wow. I've never Wait. done this before. So wanted wanted another man in this in the bedroom. Now what I don't know is if he wanted to fool around with the man or not. If he was bisexual or not, wanted to do that type of thing and have this, or if he just wanted another man to be with his wife or not. Okay, so you don't know the details don't of know the, the sexual details. encounter. I don't know. Let's oh, get him man. on the phone. Yeah, can yeah. we? Uh, so 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 she went along with this willingly, eventually, and from what I understand, actually. Found it kind of interesting and kind of sort of sexually liberating. She did. Yes. Okay. Um, but it took a lot of convincing. It's complex. This whole thing is complex. Right. But there are other Because reasons. there was a caterer involved as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd they bring? There are other reasons why they decided to break up as well because of uh, attitude and, and so on. But right. this took convincing and apparently he's, he's kind of a sex addict and wanted to bring another guy in and mm. had to convince her of that. And I guess they... They went on some apps and and found somebody who was willing to do this. Now I don't know if he was messing around with the guy or not, which I'm I'm curious about. 
But you're I, bi curious about. I am bi curious or, about that. Or watching too, because that's a thing. You guys know I have a, a couple that a friend, that friends of mine that are swingers, and um, that's part of it. That that is one of the things that he likes to do is watch yeah. someone else with his wife. They call him a cuckold or cuckolding, or he is a cuck. Right. Uh, if you'd like to watch your significant other being with someone else sexually, and at the break of right. dawn he crows. Yeah. Cockadoodle do. It's interesting though because uh, you know this was brought into uh, the bedroom after marriage, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, they've been married for a while. Yeah, and a it's, long while. How long, Preston? Um, uh, over fifteen years. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, like it's not something they went into the marriage knowing. Yeah, and so like you, you know, you make a commitment and uh, you know uh, your vows and all that stuff, and you do it in front of God or whatever. And you know, blah, uh, blah, blah. who's to say what God <laughs> approves of and disapproves of? Right. Uh, you know, and everybody's got a kink. Some people's kinks is just normal missionary sex. You know, yeah. and some people um, like Batman figures, and some people yeah. <laughs> like those people are weird. Um, They're pretty effed up. But, you know, this is something that this person, uh, who knows? You said they've been together for 15 years? Somebody texted and said, it's definitely Bill West. <laughs> oh, my God. Not. I'd like to bring a doll in. Oh, man. I'd like you to wear this Annabelle wig. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Casey, I'm sorry. You were saying? Uh, so, what's, uh, so I, I don't know if this gentleman who wanted this. Uh, if this was something he was into 15 years ago, 16 years ago, or know. if yeah. things just got like a little boring and right. wanted to spice it up, or you know maybe uh, watched a little bit of uh, adult entertainment and uh, that like was what... Celine Dion show, yeah, something you know, she was watching <laughs> Celine Dion. Yeah. Seems like a lot of old people go to that show. <laughs> Saw that and then was like, oh what? well, I'm intrigued by that. Well, so these are all things, and yeah. obviously, yeah. And I, to your point. If if you are in a, cons- a relationship and consensually you both decide you're looking for ways to spice up things, I, and I, I we know people, we know cucks, we know swingers, sure. we know the whole damn deal. But um, cucks, for, I hate that word. For me, for me, it's a um, uh, there's always something that is. It seems that eventually somebody goes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, not, yeah. You seem to be liking that or this, or it well, causes a, uh-huh. a, a divide. Well, it, but here's here's the tricky situation. At some point, Casey, you know, it, he's like, I need to bring this up to her. Yeah, and and how do you go about doing that? You know, you're you're treading. You got to tread lightly. You you are going to cross over. Hey, this sausage and, is great. You know what I was thinking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you're going to cross a threshold that's yeah. tough to come back from if you if you venture into that. It's a leap of faith, you know. And oh, they it may truly be, is. And they may be receptive to it. And if so, and you guys are happy and you found a new chapter of your life, rock on. But if you feel if you feel that you cannot. Ex- Express your your desires. That's going to cause a problem long term in the relationship. Yeah, it's eventually going to yeah. erode away at I, it. I, yeah, but yeah. I'm curious if there's anybody listening who has either tried to do that or had someone try to do that. Mention, hey, let's. What do you think about? Hey, yeah, let's kick it up a notch. I couldn't help but notice you like donkeys too. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, you know, did it work for you? Did it fall apart? Um, yeah, yeah. Look here, it, it can it can go either way. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I pointed to you. <laughs> sorry. Um, so th- I have a, a quick story for you. I don't personally know the couple, but uh, it, it's a friend of a friend. But they had a threesome, and in the threesome, it was two girls, one guy. In the threesome, uh, the person that they brought into their marriage ended up getting pregnant. And so now they have... So the was couple, it the guy? The couple stayed no. together. <laughs> the couple stayed together. Okay. Uh, 
and this baby is part of their life, like uh, so their are whole they, are family they, circle. So, Kathy, in, in this... Yeah, I mean, like, the, the mother is not part of the marriage. It, it was just a threesome. It was wow. a one-night thing. Yeah. She wow. got pregnant, yeah. but now this baby is in their life because that's their that's uh, her dad. So, just it, a quick question. What about, so the thing now, you hear the term thrown around, thruple, yeah. right? Oh, so, dude, I just sure. saw a thruple house hunters on HGTV, <laughs> There you go. Sure. So, yeah. is... Would they go? No, no, I don't think that. I, listen, I don't. Trouble? I don't personally know the couple. It's a friend of a friend, so it's uh, Bill West. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's Bill. Oh, I brought the. <laughs> I brought the wig. No, but it was yeah, like. Have, a, you, have you seen The Conjuring? <laughs> I mean, like, I just can't. Like these scenarios, I just cannot imagine. I, I am right with you. I, yeah, I, well, I can imagine. Uh, it's just not, I know that it's not for me. Like, I don't have any problem. Like, I don't begrudge anybody for wanting any of these things. Neither do we. And, yeah. And so, yeah. No, no. And but. Um, I think the more common fantasy among most men uh, is is to bring another woman into the bedroom. Um, I, again, if you want to bring in another guy, that's fine too. But I have a friend. Um, you should probably wear a smock, though. Well, mm-hmm. things get messy. Oh God! Um, but uh, I have a friend uh, who's happily married. He and his wife have been together for a very long time, and for their entire marriage, and even before they they got married. He would always joke, but not really joke about bringing another woman. In so he would quasi float it out there, float it out there, All right. and she'd always be like, "Oh, you, well, you know, I'm not going to say their names, but like she would sort of passively but jokingly dismiss what he was saying. Yeah. But but their entire marriage, this is something that he's wanted. So finally, like two years ago, and they've been married twenty years at this point. Two years ago, she finally just turned so she's like, "Look, it's never going to happen." <laughs> oh, wow. okay. and, All right, but and so yeah. it was kind of like rejection and slightly hurtful, but he also was like, all right, well, my wife is never going to do this, and now I know to move forward with it. Oh, was okay. he going around with a, an upside-down pineapple in his grocery cart? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think... Remember that? He yeah. had Don yes. Hoa doing handstands in his... Yeah, yeah, that's how bad he was <laughs> Listen, throwing she, the signals out there. If she ever caved, he'd, of course, be into it a million times, and, and and he would have been thrilled that she wanted to do it, but Nick, is he, well, ultimately it, she didn't. So in this relationship, do you sense that, uh, do you believe he would go outside the marriage to get what he was looking for? Uh, no, because... Um, that's not who he is. So the, when she put the kibosh, that's it. Okay, let's let's but go that's, on. That's what I'm thinking. Is right? like, is it almost like a courtesy that I'm not going outside of the marriage? Yeah. I'm telling you right. that this is what I want. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. what he was doing. He's like, this is you know, that's a fantasy of mine, but I'd love to make it happen, and maybe we can do it. Maybe we can do it. And finally, she was just like, guess what? We're never going to do it. You know what movie kind of illustrates it uh, fairly well is uh, the movie Kinsey with uh, yeah. Liam Neeson, and so they're all very sexually open and and, and fluid. It this shows is what them. you call a strap on. They were. Yeah, they, they, these the researchers they would they would have uh, dinners together, parties, and eventually would it would even lead into a bit of an orgy. Yeah, yeah. And as these things were going on, two of these uh, members that were n- not married to each other, but they they were married to other significant others, and they were kind of swinging a little bit. There started jealousy started happening. I can't. These, I can't. What I don't understand. Exactly. These really yeah. open relationships, I, and it and it demonstrates that. I, Steve, I, I, I can't see that. that not happening. When, for example, it, but there are but there are scenarios where I think that both sides can can handle it. But if if you don't have two people that can handle right. that situation, yeah, like that to me, forget it. No, I so, would end up strangling why, her and killing her. And that's why approaching that <laughs> subject, you and OJ would get along well. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why even approaching that subject can be a, uh, a make or break moment. You know what I mean? So we mm. both sleep in separate bedrooms from our our, our significant others, and it's just it's because of our schedules. But still. Doesn't it bother you when you hear the footsteps down the hallway going into Rochelle's bedroom? <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I got it in the back. Yeah, of my yeah. Mind. Like, yeah. I see those guys. He's I say, like, who's guy. this guy? Yeah. yeah. Is this a sixer? Let's go. Yeah. Who do you know from the team? But no, it's it's a um, at a I think at a certain point, the best of us, yeah. if you are as invested in, you know, I I I, I love my wife dearly. 
And no matter how hard I could be into part of this, there'd always be a part of me that would be tremendously off put by it. Yeah, yeah. like a very, very um, self conscious. I, I would think, yeah, like, yeah. wow, well, I'm not doing the things that this person can do or, or oh, whatever. Part of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, Preston, let me ask you a question because you have two dogs. I have two dogs. You got two dogs at the same time. I got one dog, and then I brought another dog. Into the re- <laughs> and I brought another dog into the relationship. And there is a lot of jealousy. Uh, so, so when you're making dog, love to one, Casey, which yeah, one's the most jealous? There's a lot of jealousy from the first dog. Because he could. His dogs are big enough to bed. <laughs> right, yeah. right, 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 right. But he's got to put the, the cone of shame on yeah. so you don't get bitten while you're... Some people take the walk of shame. Mm-hmm. With dogs, it's the cone of shame. Listen, all, what we're talking about here, I'm, I uh, I have zero... Um, relation? Relation. So, yeah, but this is the only it. thing I can actually draw a parallel You do have dogs. To. Yeah. I do have dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I brought you, another the one into the relationship. You'd be the greatest therapist of all time. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you groomed your wife in a while? <laughs> let's, let's go to some people who can speak with experience. I have phone calls. Uh, I'm going to go first to an anonymous call. Remember, if you want to ma- remain anonymous, we can certainly do that. Hi, you are on the air. Good morning. This me? Yes, this is you, sir. Okay. Uh, all right, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I never thought in a million years this would happen in my lifetime. So uh, That's how for- Penthouse Forum is. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Penthouse Forum always starts off with those letters, but go ahead. Uh, as delicately as I can. All right, please. Uh, mine actually happened uh, post-marriage. Uh, it was my ex-wife decided to, I don't know if it was a way to lure me back or try to, but to bring her friend that I re- always kind of like, from a distance, like, oh, man, she's really hot. You know, it kind of, that'd be nice. So your ex-wife, and, yeah, like, this is your ex-wife's idea after you guys yeah. had broken up, okay? Yep. All right. Yep. Total luring, and by I the would, way, yes. Yeah. It's a good lure. Yeah. So, Real good lure. So, um, so yeah, it happened. Uh, not once, not twice, but three times. Okay. And I was like, okay, um... Now, yeah, I'm with the friend, not her. So so you didn't no. end up getting back together with the ex-wife, which was her intention of this whole thing, and you were now instead with the friend that you always found hot. Yeah, yeah, we never really got back together together. It's just mm-hmm. kind of those moments, but um, yeah. Uh, so do you believe so, that her modus operandi was to, was to get you back fully and then eventually cut this hot friend loose and it backfired? Uh, yeah, that's kind of what my guess was, because that's what else would she want to do. But I don't think she's uh, playing with a full deck of cards. So uh, <laughs> how long? Ago she did this, a lot. How long ago did this happen? That that uh, that you and the uh, uh, and and the, the the girl, the 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 not the ex-wife, but the girl, have been together. How long have you guys been in a relationship? The the, the, the friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd say since December. Oh, okay. This is recent. So, does your ex-wife know that you guys like? Do you still have the three threesomes or no? Uh, no, not at all. Has she expressed a desire, or do you now have you been bitten by the bug? And now, do you you know? Do you think you would want to visit the threesome scenario again? Um, only if the new person would want that. Me, I'm not going to bring it up. I don't care. I'm satisfied. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, then, good. Okay. How was it though? Uh, pretty amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Stupid question. Yeah. Don't Let me ask him. At any point, did the other guy's balls hit you? Wow. Uh, no. No, there wasn't bit, another no, guy. Was girl. Oh, there we it's go. Two okay. girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Two girls. I just thought I could get him to fess up. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I slipped. Uh, let me go to another, another anonymous caller, mm-hmm. and we have a young lady on the line. Hi, anonymous. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. You guys rock. Thank you so much. All right, so you have a personal story to tell? Yes. 
Okay. So I was married for about 25 years, and my now ex-husband brought in another woman into the bedroom, pretty much ambushed me one night when we were all drinking, and it happened to be um, his secretary, who I Oh, come on. I also worked at his business, and it devastated me, and I then had to sit in an office with her for four years before he would fire her. Wow. Okay, so a couple of questions here. First of all... um, had had he ever had he laid the groundwork before this that he would he had been no no, no I had no no I had no idea and I went along with it because I figured well let me give it a try and yeah. I'd rather have him doing it with me than without me wow but and, it, still... and it was just this one time yes and with the secretary yeah man that's yeah. I mean and they're all there at work together that's uh. well, well and it was I... just one time but it still destroyed your marriage right yes. Because then he formed an emotional bond with her afterwards to protect her because she was an employee. So if he had fired her initially, um, you know, she could have thrown all kinds of claims at him. Sure. Well, you have to. And that's, that happened with us, Preston, yeah. when we had that, that reason with Bill. Yeah, yeah. Was, he, he, yeah. he had to protect us. Well, that's it did get weird. That's how we got our own studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. is that why that's we're in we here? It. Yeah. And to be honest... Is worth it. Absolutely. Oh, Every minute. All and right. Silver, Enough of that. That's silver Enough pony. of that scenario. Wow. But that's, that's the problem. The emotional bond is the problem right. in all of this. Yeah. Right. So it right. just, how long before the, the marriage fell apart? Um, let's see. Uh, we actually just got divorced last year, but it was a 27-month process. So the marriage wow. fell apart pretty much right away. It was, oh. it, that was. And I just, I just held on um, trying to. Make it work, and but oh, yeah, that's no. sad. That's, it's kind that of a shoddy sad. thing too to whip that so upon you last know. second, and then you have to work with this person. That's so, yeah, so I let mean, me let me tell you yeah. that now I am in a wonderful relationship. Good. I've absolutely moved on. He's an a hole, and bye bye. Okay, okay. there right. you go. All right, good. Good on you. But that but that's the thing. If you if you have these desires, if you have these things uh, deep within you, yet you still are. Infatuatedly, you're in love with your partner. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but you also have this deep yearning inside of you. How would you ever cross that to to bring that up to them? To to you know to risk losing what you have. You, you said the I word. Mean? You said the word. You yeah. have to weigh the the risk. Yeah. Is it worth? <laughs> yeah. Because if a person if the person loves you and wants, in other words. Do you just crush that feeling down and let it fester in you, mm-hmm. or do you you bring that up to the person? Yeah, uh, and and I guess that's that's the decision you have to make, and knowing that that decision could be the end of the relationship you love. So the, the I started this conversation as a couple that I know, and uh, they, you know, that this I, I think it got the the bedroom thing got weird, bringing another person into the bedroom, but there were also some anger issues that were of, of concern too. So. There might be more than just because they still apparently love each other. That's what they're saying. I think we, um, what you do is you start you, know, you start incrementally. First, you bring Regis Philbin into it. <laughs> just to film. Just to film it. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right, Can so, you move you your guys, ass a little? I can't see the, va- the JJ. You guys are talking about convincing somebody. I, I, yeah. I just don't know. I think that that's where it's going to end. Like, yeah. like your friends, it's going to end that way. Unless you have two people that can completely disconnect from the emotional side of it and really just have sex, probably it's most, not going to work. Probably most of the time, yes, Kathy, but I'll bet you every now and then. 
Every now and then it works out, you know? It's, it, it does. Maybe. We know of people who are in relationships yeah. that, that have seemed to have make it, uh, made it work and continue to make it work on whatever level. It's it's a, it's but not. But it's not a, on a, I don't think on a convincing level. Like there had to have been something in that other, per, the back of the other person's mind too. I'm going to write, here's, I'm going to write down a name of someone who has, uh, do you have a piece of paper? Yeah. All right. All right, so and and, and this Bill. Yes, Bill. I just W E S. But she was always into it. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, so, no. 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 That came in a little bit later on. She. Uh, she in fact, she just a did a, a yeah. podcast that yeah. she did with her husband. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, they kind of both stumbled upon it. It wasn't like he brought it up or she brought. They were it clamming, up. and they it came up in one of the. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, here's an unintended thing. Now I don't know the full scenario. This says I'm a female and in a male female female threesome relationship, and now I want to leave my male. Uh, it says uh, it's supposed to be fiance, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm assuming she needs, <laughs> I, I'm assuming it means she wants to be with the woman now. Yeah. Right? yeah it wasn't that like? Um, but but then again, I I don't know whose idea was and 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 that whole thing. But that can happen too. But again, they're they're not letting the emotions go. They're, she's being you yeah. know caught up in the emotional side of I, it. I, I, which I, is what I think you can't you're. Do. I, I'm completely on board with the way you're seeing this. Yeah. I think I think no matter what, no matter how you try to play it, in my perception, of most cases, knowing that there are people who've made it work. I think for the, for the large majority of people, that emotional thing is just dynamite. And I it's it's yeah. going to end up destroying. I think you know, too, if you can handle it or not. I yeah. would not be a person that w- could handle that. Well, so here's the deal. Like, th- this stuff has always existed, right? And, like, now it's... Since the all- early 50s. <laughs> no, but it's, now it's sort of bubbling to the surface <laughs> as far as people's awareness of it, right? So, so... Um, so somebody might be bisexual. Yeah. And like Freddie Mercury, for instance, he, he was, everybody thinks he was gay, but he was bisexual. Yes. Uh, he just, I think was, I, it, maybe it wasn't a 50, 50 split and it might not be, it might not work out to be like, I like men more than women. It might be, I, 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 I like, I like boys. <laughs> I like this woman more than I like this man, or I like this man more than I like this woman. Right. It might not necessarily be a. 50-50 split, sure. it's more... And so that sure. that person who wants to leave uh, her fiancé, yeah. she might not be more gay than she is straight. She just might like that girl right, Like this person th- yeah. more. Absolutely. That's why you use the service 23 and gay to right. figure out how much you are. Uh, uh, there's a, there is a service that somebody texted in called uh, weshouldtryit.com. And uh, there's an app that goes along with it. it. No, it's it's we should try it. com. There's a ton of questions that are you can take with your partner. And uh, Steve, the app that goes along with it is called Spicer. And mm. so people look into this. As and, in Sean Spicer? Yeah, it's based on the, the former press secretary. Uh, and, I didn't know uh, he was into that. Well, every answer that he gives is <laughs> everybody's got a kink, Steve. Yeah. So, um, dude, the guy was on Dancing with the Stars. There we go. Yeah, yeah, you know, who knows what he's into? Uh, but wait a minute. <laughs> we should try it. We should try it. That's com. interesting. And it, it basically. Well, we should down actually a... try it. Yeah. Can we get a list of some of the questions? Sure. I'd love yeah, it's to. a questionnaire to see if if we should try hand, it. If you could handle it, because we're oh. technically a quintuple. Uh, well, pull up the questions, but I, there are loads of people with lots of good uh, comments here, mm-hmm. and I want to go to, hang on, line five here. This is JB. We got a lot of J's on the line. Hi, Jay. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good. So this says this is happening to you right now. Yeah. So I met a girl online who, from the first day, told me that she wanted and she was interested in an open relationship where she has with other guys and then I guess I would go and do my thing with like other girls but we would have a poor relationship and I told her from the beginning like I was not down with that but 
like the relationship grew and we stayed together. Now we're both in love and we actually almost broke up over this. And I told her recently that like, hey, like I'm still not down with that. But to make her happy and fulfill the side that she wants, I would consider having doing swinging or bringing another person, male or female, into the relationship. Well, that's that's very um, accommodating of you, but, but it's not going to work. The the ground, but she did lay the groundwork she, immediately. She was honest right from the get go, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, and so so, how do you think this will play out? Um, I have no clue. And honestly, she said the same thing. She said I never considered it, and she says we could try it. And she's like, I may find out that this actually isn't for me because she's never actually been in a relationship. Like, the concept of her and the openness and being able to, like, not hide things is what is appealing to her. Right. She's never actually been in the relationship, a relationship like that. So, um, she mm. was like, I may try it. And she's like, we could do it. And she was like, I may not be into it. And I may be into it. And she's like, I've never been with a woman before. She goes, but I would consider it. So, it's just, just like, everything's on the table. We'll just see what happens. Okay. It's, it's man. <laughs> it's a complex world out it, there. It is. It is. And there's listen. There's all types and people yeah. are uh, you know whatever makes you happy. I'm, I'm always. <laughs> I've seen it all, Preston. Whatever <laughs> makes you happy, as long as everything's consensual and and no one's getting hurt. And yeah, more have at power it. to you. Yeah. If you find that right person who is is open to what you're open to, then jackpot. Sure. Good for you. That's awesome. And that might be his name, Jackpot. It might be <laughs> very well, maybe, for all I know. Um, did you find those questions? Yeah, some of these questions are... That's the one about fly fishing. Well, they start off as <laughs> they start off as vanilla, and then it's more advanced, and then there's bonus. So, so this is like an ice cream bonus. thing? Uh, bonus. Oh. All right. But it's like a yes, no, maybe, if you already do it. Oh, okay. It'll, yeah, it no, maybe, time. yes, already do that. If partner interested, don't put that there. That hurts. I want more. <laughs> um, so here's here's the scenario, Preston, and then here's what your answer is supposed to be, and then each partner is supposed to take it. So I don't know if we can do this right now. No, it's, yeah. it's it's very very. Yeah, long. There's like seventy five questions per round. Yeah, there are things like you know, yeah, your partner partner one's turn, and then partner <laughs> two takes turns. Yeah. You do this. Oh. You do it. This is more elaborate than our payola quiz. <laughs> 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 Right? Yeah, You're I had right. to take that twice. You guys pass that? <laughs> I did. Not, no, it told me I was a swinger. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to go to, and we're going to have to break here in a moment. I'm going to go to D. Hi, D. You're on the air. Good morning. Morning. How are you guys? Good, D. What's your story? Um, I was in, uh, I'm recently divorced. I was in a, a two-year swinging relationship with my husband and random guys that he would find on the internet. Um, he would go on like these different sites, and he was obsessed with finding somebody for me. Bringing bring another man into the bedroom with the three of you, or you being with someone else and him observing would, or hearing it about would it. Be, oh, he could never just observe. Uh, it was it was always the three of us. Okay, because there are guys and, who are, as we said before, you know, cocks who who just want to watch. Yeah, yeah and then uh, yeah. Yeah, vice versa, women. Because who's the the um, and I've forgotten her name the the um, comedian. Oh yeah, uh, who was into oh Nikki Glaser. Nikki Glaser yeah, 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 having yeah. her who she's dating. Go out and have sex with other women and then come back and tell telling stories. Yeah, yeah. And she enjoyed that. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, D. Yeah, so he like I said, he was obsessed. He would go online he would he would be on the computer on these on these different sites and he would send me D pics. 
Okay. What do you think about that? What, uh, that? what do you think about this guy? You mean D oh, from wow. what's happening? Yeah. So, no, not, so not even happening. like faces and stuff like that. Just like the the equipment that this person was was equipped with. Uh, yeah. Okay. So so I have a question. I um didn't did. Do you like him big? Well, no, 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 no. My, my question is, like, <laughs> I mean, if if you were into this, like, were you allowed to go and find somebody on your own, or was it always like, you he's know, his always, suggestions? He 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 started all this because that, let me tell you something that uh, that is actually in many cases uh, are um, that's a restriction in relationships. Mitch Vatels told us about his deal in that. When it occurred, it had to be someone agreed upon by yes. the other partner. Yep. Both like parties. if you were just out doing it without reporting it or getting some sort of okay from your partner, they considered that cheating. Right. So, yeah. Right. So, but we would we would always go to, you know to a certain place and you know meet these people and, and get drinks and I you know and then find a place to go or go back to their place or whatever. But yeah, it was it was always like he like I said he started it all, and I was like, oh, okay, because he wanted to spice up the marriage. Yeah. And you know, and like I said, after we'd be with this with this other person or another couple, he would always be like, well, what did you like about all that? I'm like, well, what do you mean? What did I like about it? You know what I mean? I was the center of attention kind of thing. Right. And and then he'd be like, well, why don't you do that with me? I'm like, well, uh, see, because yeah, yeah, so, it was always a comparison. Well, to what Casey right? was saying, or what, or what, why, oh, you like that? How come you don't like that from me when I do that? Well, it doesn't yeah. sound Because he used ominous. a hand puppet. Yeah, well, no, I mean, but right. he, he's, he's, uh, he's uh, bringing a conversation into it, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. Uh, you know, maybe the line of questioning isn't uh, the, the right thing, but, like, don't mm-hmm. you think you should have a, a vocal relationship? Did you, you conduct it like an exit interview? <laughs> <laughs> But like, hey, what do you like about that? Okay, if you like that, do you want to do that with me? Or, you know, I don't know. Right. right. Uh, I think it's it's important to talk about sex and what you like and what you don't like and so on. But but if he's using it to eventually get to the, well, why don't you do that for me thing and, Mm -hmm. and being pointed in that regard, then that sounds a little, you know... I think whenever, if you've in any normal, I don't want to say normal relationship, I think it's quite common for a husband to bring another guy in <laughs> to do something to his wife and say, see, that's what I would like. <laughs> right, right. So is this what it, broke up your marriage by any chance? It, it was at the very end of our marriage. Okay. This and, was trying to yeah, fix it. He, yeah, he was trying oh. to like bring a little more excitement into it and everything. And I was just like... <laughs> You know, and like I said, it was just always like, oh, great, you're talking to somebody else. If you want more excitement, just randomly fire off a starter pistol. (laughs) 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 Bam! They will give them a heart attack. (laughs) You know what we did in my house this last weekend? Jigsaw puzzle. Ooh, oh, spicy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. kind of puzzle was it? A uh, penis puzzle. No, it's a, it's a Japanese garden. Well, um, anyway. I made a puzzle for him that had a thing in it like that. Do <laughs> you remember the picture? Oh, my God. Sh- yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I was, I was wondering if we could go to line five because I don't understand why a psychiatrist would say this is a smart thing to do. All right. Uh, thank you, D. by the way. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, we only have time for one more. Uh, let's see. Mike is a psychiatrist. All right. Mike, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, my man? Hey. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I love, uh, as a professional, this is kind of what I deal with, um, unfortunately, uh, almost every day in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, the idea of bringing a safe person into the marriage or, quote-unquote, dating somebody just to kind of explore options that um, 
it's right up there with having another kid in a way to help your marriage. It's a oh. terrible, terrible idea if, if your marriage is already having an issue. Okay, so um, it, it would so, not be a smart idea. Yes. That, that line was left off of the column. Your, your recommend. <laughs> The word the not, word not is uh, essential Nick, in this description. Nick's but... eyes lit up. It's a good thing to do. <laughs> no, man, I wanted to hear from a psychiatrist yeah. that it was uh, not a good thing to do, and I thought that that was what he was going to say, and turns out yeah. that is what he was going to say. So, so thank Mike, you, Mike. Mike, your recommendation is to have a baby instead. <laughs> in the threesome. Uh, yeah, with the with your threesome partner. Right. No, yeah, so it, I hear you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's the wrong... It, if the relationship is healthy and parties want to explore that, Perhaps, but it's it's so Mike is saying it's not the way to well, save yeah. a relationship. Mike, have you ever um, had a, 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 I guess patients where it did work, not to save oh. a marriage, but that were they were able to be in a situation like this uh, and kind of remove their emotions and just let it be what it was. They, they were. I, I've had I've had three, um, and in all three cases, they were um, kids were not involved. Right. Um, they were relatively early in in their marriage, and um, and they. They talked about it. They approached it in a very, um, uh, prof- I don't want to say professional, but but caring way. Yeah. And really, what they the biggest thing was they established a rule for all three was that if one of them didn't like it, it was an immediately hard no, and the other person could not argue or cajole or pester. It was, and they actually um, two of the three actually did dry runs with it, saying like um, one example was the wife really liked seafood. Really liked what? I, we can't hear you. Your mouth is away from your phone or something. So. Uh, sorry, the wife really liked seafood. You know, like shrimp and things seafood. Like that. Oh. Seafood. I thought yeah. furfur. <laughs> My wife is completely into furfur, and I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> and, and the husband really was into baseball. So randomly, they would just turn. You know, they would quote unquote test each other and just say, "You know what? I don't want you to watch baseball for a month, or I don't want you to eat seafood for three weeks." And Basically, the idea is if you're willing to give up something that in your mind is innocent and harmless, but your partner really is against it and it hurts them, if you can't do that, then you certainly can't. Huh. Uh, and then he caught her in bed with a cucumber fish. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Uh, all right, Mike, uh, thanks for your opinion. We appreciate it. It's very, very all right, interesting. Thanks, guys. Take care. Yep. Um, right. Man, I was going to say something and I forget That's what all good. it was. No, we are, as Steve said the word earlier, complex. It's yeah. uh, we, we are complex animals, and um, it's, you know, there's all kinds of things. <laughs> and, but I, I do agree. What, yeah. If you're happy and you're not hurting anyone else and mm-hmm. it's consensual and there's no children and, or animals but, or farm tools or pneumatic drills, no, no whatever, <laughs> but at a certain point, but you say it be honest and and talk about but it but these people that i that i know i just you know they're getting a divorce and I, yeah. and and I, you know at some point this topic had to be brought up and i think that that's the it's it's the you know it's crossing a line that there may be no returning from and that one yeah. should consider that right. very very carefully before going down that road but then again of course you have to be honest to yourself too right. you know so and so uh what i was going to say was um that uh that person that we know the couple that we know what uh what i found out by, by listening to that podcast was that yeah they're very open about it they're very open about it but it you know it's not him sending her pictures of 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 other people's equipment yeah. and saying what do you think of this it's it was them actually going out and meeting people, talking to people, and then saying to each other, "Yeah, we like these guys." And, and, and there know. are clubs that facilitate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're open about it, why are we not saying? Can we say the name? Or I mean, it's plugging. She the did podcast. a podcast about it. Yeah, yeah but they, she only did her first name. So okay, whatever. Whatever. 
Anyway, uh, thank you. It was you. Bill Weston. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I like, it was I like women named Annabelle. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be interesting, and I told you at the beginning of the show we were going to get intimate today. Did yeah. I not? Yeah, there we go. go. That's you what did. we're doing. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> Let's give away uh, the movie pass to a family film. Right. Uh, oh, my God. At the end of this conversation. Disney and Pixar's Whoa. new family adventure film, Onward. We have a screening of it on Monday, and I have a four-pack of tickets to give away to the next four callers at 215-263-WNMR. It's a cast headed by Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Uh, and like I said, it's on Monday at 7 p.m. UA King of Prussia. Great after orgy film. And <laughs> it opens nationwide on Friday, March 6th. 215 263 WMMR. That's the number. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Activate the Preston and Steve Show Podcast 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, let's do the Bizarre Five. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Five. All right, it's brought to you this morning by Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas. GFPB is open for a winter full of snow and fun. Save big when you purchase lift tickets in advance at JFPB.com. JFPB, where the snow comes first. Kathy, this story is for you. Wow. Police Ooh, in okay. so get that snot off your face. Police <laughs> in Waukesha, Wisconsin responded to a call Monday afternoon about a woman performing a spirit a spiritual ritual on a dead possum in the road at an intersection. <laughs> wow. She apparently stopped and got out of her car before throwing goldfish and windshield washer fluid on the dead animal and was also seen yelling repent. At the dead possum. Had, had the uh, possum transgressed? No, I, I don't know. Uh, a witness who had been following the woman's vehicle before the incident said she was behaving erratically. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> that seemed out of the norm. And were these goldfish as in one might buy to eat or goldfish from I'm an ass- aquarium? I'm assuming they were to eat. Okay. Uh, the possum was removed from the roadway and uh, she was sent on her way. It might have been one you drew her. Mm-hmm. A motorist with an apparent lead foot was pulled over for speeding three times in one hour. The trifecta happened February 16th in southwest Minnesota with the Minnesota State Patrol reporting the 24-year-old South Dakota man was stopped three times in Pipestone County. First up, a deputy ticketed the man for doing 92 miles an hour in a 60-mile-an-hour zone. Mm-hmm. Minutes later, a trooper got him at a blazing fast 115 miles per hour Jesus. in a 60-mile-per-hour zone. Uh, the state patrol said after releasing the driver, our trooper noticed the vehicle speeding again. For the third time in less than an hour, another trooper stopped inside of the motorist for speeding and for not Wearing a seat belt. I knew a guy who labored under the misconception that if you get arrested for speeding once, that, okay, you're good now. Like, they can't, like, it's a double jeopardy thing. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, no, dummy. Doesn't work that way. No word if the guy still has his license or not. Uh, I brought this story up. Well, it's it's interesting for uh, one reason. The other is the first line of this is uh, <laughs> is what interests me. Chinese duck platoons. Yes! yes. Finally! <laughs> Chinese duck platoons are waiting to be deployed to neighboring Pakistan to fight a swarm of crop-eating pests that threaten regional food security. These are the locust outbreak. Oh, they've been decimated. At least 100,000 ducks are expected to be sent to Pakistan as early as the second half of this year to combat a uh, desert locust breakout. The ducks are biological weapons and can be more effective than pesticide. If you pull the pins on their heads, they explode. One duck 
is able to eat more than 200 locusts a day. Yeah, they come, Preston. They're coming in. Uh, they come in low, but under they, the radar. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, a trial will start in China's western region later this year before the ducks are sent to Pakistan. Swarms of of uh, desert locusts have been spreading throughout countries from eastern Africa to South Asia, uh, destroying crops and pastures at a voracious pace. The pest plague, together with unseasonable unseasonal rain and a scourge of low-quality seeds, has hit major crops in Pakistan's largest producing regions, weighing on its already fragile economy, and has uh, migrated into India. So how do they introduce them into the environment? Do they just... They're going to they're gonna gonna ship them in there. Okay. Uh, it will be crucial for China, which shares a land border with Pakistan and India, to prevent an invasion. Huh. A 25-year-old woman faces charges after police say uh, she got into an altercation with two children in the ball pit of an Altoona trampoline park. <laughs> you little bastards. Kehlani Gunning is accused of climbing the ball pit obstacle course at Altoona Urban Air to confront two children, an 11-year-old boy and a 12-year-old girl, who were sitting on the center platform and whom she claimed were throwing balls at her and another child. According to charges, the manager of the trampoline and adventure park told officers that Gunning crawled onto the platform and tried to remove the children. Video footage showed Gunning pushed the boy into the ball pit with both hands and then tried to pull the girl into the pit. When Gunning then fell into the pit and the boy crawled out, she allegedly grabbed him by the ankle and pulled him back into the ball pit. <laughs> so uh, had they, in fact, been throwing balls at their uh, at, I don't at know. kid? Okay. I don't know. Police said the video showed Gunning throwing balls at the kids and the girl having to turn her head to avoid being struck. On the video, Gunning oh, stood above the girl and appeared to be yelling. Uh, the girl told police they were throwing balls back and forth with another child when Gunning came at them and tried to pull them into the ball pit. The girl said that Gunning called her the C-word. <laughs> <laughs> That's not in the spirit of the ball pit. And that Gunning was laughing the whole time. Uh, police said the girl had a red hand mark from being grabbed on her left bicep and that Gunning allegedly scratched both kids during the incident as well as ripped off a scab that was under a bandage on her ankle. I'll tell you what, when we were in the happy place, the, uh, the ball pit, ball pit mm-hmm. I, I, it can get toxic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Especially when you realize it's hard to get out of it. Uh, the boy who was taken to an urgent care facility by his mother was uh, treated for a sprained wrist, told officers that Gunning grabbed him and pulled him into the pit twice. Gunning told officers that two children were throwing balls at her. They started it. Yes. And another child, and she told them to stop. She said that the kids threw balls at her son and he, as he was navigating the obstacle course. She told them to stop again, and then she started through the obstacle herself. Mm. Uh, Gunning allegedly told police that, uh, that maybe it wasn't her best choice, uh, but she then approached the kids and pushed them into the ball pit. She claimed that she was uh, playing and thought that it was Holy fun. crap. That it was funny. Uh, Gunning was escorted from Urban Air and sent a letter barring her from the premises. She didn't get arrested, though, in the incident. Aren't ball pits pretty much just uh, the best way to transfer diseases with, uh, between <laughs> they, children? They certainly can be. All right, and then one last story, fairly local, in Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, police said that a woman was arrested on Monday. She was shoplifting, but she was uh, shoplifting an awful amount of two specific items. Items. She shoplifted 12 packages of bacon from the giant food store in Kumru Township. Right. This happened just three days after she shoplifted from the same store eight packages of shrimp. <laughs> She's awaiting a hearing for two separate retail cases. Her name has not been released. Do you wonder if there's if there's a like a, a method to that? In other words, there's probably was a it directed. Yes, you know, I need twelve boxes of bacon yeah, and yeah. three thousand shrimp. <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Let's take a quick break and come back with more, my friend. We shall return shortly. Make sure you stay with us on this Friday morning. We'll be right back. 
Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Do you know you can earn rewards just by shopping at Acme? Download the Acme mobile app and redeem your rewards for discounts on gas at participating Exxon stations or for free groceries. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, we have a new Daily Rush video up. It's called The Foot Strangler. (laughs) I don't even remember that. I know. Casey was saying the same thing. It says Preston reveals how he almost became a foot model and Casey reveals that he can't be strangled. Uh, I do that. remember telling the foot model story again. Uh, but anyhow, you can watch it now at uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, it's sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. Uh, I want to thank, uh, because we have a, a number of guests uh, hanging out, uh, watching us do what we do here in the studio this morning. Um, our friends from Panera sent over a bunch of food. To, awesome. Uh, cater the morning. I appreciate that. I ate, I had a, uh, I had a, um, an Asiago bagel, which are fantastic, and I was going to stop there. Yeah, but there was this bear claw thing in there. I know, and and I just <laughs> ate. It was cut into three pieces. I ate one piece of it. I ate the other two pieces because <laughs> <laughs> I kept going back in there. You and never, had you taken never it ate a whole one though. I know. No, you only, I only it doesn't count. Three, you parts. only ate three pieces, <laughs> and that's oh how it God. works. Wait, that's what's so the bear good. claw? It's the, the when when a bear uh, swipes at you. Stop. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, this one is, it's got almonds on it, and it's almost got like an amaretto flavor in the, okay. in the inside. It's really yummy, so it's a pastry. <laughs> it's a know, pastry, but... yeah, a lot like a uh, croissant, but like sweeter. Can you, yummy. can you not say it like that? How, croissant? You hate it when people say it that way? No, no, she just Casey. hates Casey in general. <laughs> Kathy, I don't like saying anything French. I think it all sounds pretentious. It's a very pretentious-sounding language. Yeah. And when you actually don't know how to speak it, and then you say things like croissant, Croissant. Uh, croissant. Croissant. It's supposed to be croissant. Croissant. Right. croissant. It's a croissant. Right. Anyway, uh, so thank you, uh, Panera. <laughs> and listen, I'm gonna I'm calling somebody out on the staff right now. Please do. Uh-oh. It's not me, is it? Oh, no. No, it's we not can vilify our co workers, the better. Remember it's, last time you did this? Well, this isn't. Oh, right, no, okay. what was the last time we did With, this? With uh, Trey Thomas. Oh, oh that's yeah, no big deal. No, no, no. You almost got your ass kicked. No, I want. Matt Calper to fix the damn Dunkachino machine because I'm tired oh. of this. Ooh. This is my first world problem, and I'm standing up Look and I'm you. yelling about it. So we it. have this awesome machine, I, and I agree. Yes. And, and and so, again, Preston, you know my methodology with that. Third of a cup Dunkachino, third of a cup Dunkachino, third of a cup Dunkachino throughout the morning. Yeah. Yes. So technically not, I have not. You've only had a third of a cup. I did not yeah, drink a third of a cup. Uh, and, uh, but yes, especially that because the Dunkachino in the morning so good. is an awesome uh, drink. And it, it's his responsibility, right, to, to supply it his with the supplies to fill well, it up with. I don't think, you really think Matt Calper is going to get out there and start. No, you know, he doesn't have to. Around he doesn't have to fix it. He's just got to. He's got to get us the the product to put in there. Oh, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, problem. there's there's something oh, okay. there's something other going on because oh, is it sick? It only it's works sick. like every other day. I can't come in today. I'm feeling sick. No, the machine is. Sick. I got the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, there's because uh, we all know how to cycle the machine and, and do the hot water through the different things and keep it clean. There's there's something there's a bit of an anomaly that's causing that uh, that issue because yeah. none of the other spigots are working. So here's what I want to do because apparently Rodney has told him and a few other people have told him. I want all the people that do business oh with God. Matt Calper oh my God. to <laughs> get in touch out. with him yeah. and tell him wow. that we, the Preston and Steve show, want him to <laughs> oh! fix the Dunkachino machine and the uh, the uh, abducted Vietnamese children that massage our feet every morning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where, were yeah. Where were they today? Where oh, were they sweet. today? Uh-huh. Who's in charge of whipping it's them? Friday. Mm-hmm. And what a, yes, our deep tissue massages. Well, it's just weird because, like, so this amazing machine has been put in our kitchen, and nobody knows how to fix it. And so you kind of have to, like, learn on the fly. There hasn't I don't even been, know how to use it. Yeah. So, well. It's really hard. You have to hit a button. Yeah, yeah you, you push it. Well, there's, like, somebody's got to do, like, water no, first. You got to rinse through it and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And there's there are these things that just Maintenance. somehow uh, become part of our uh, job descriptions. Like, for instance. You were complaining because I was... <laughs> This shouldn't be you every morning. It shouldn't. Yeah, it should but not be I'm you. I'm good at it. But like, for instance, Marissa somehow miraculously has become the go-to uh, person to ask about uh, uh, the food for the meat needs. So we have food in the thing, and so people will email her. Um, are there any vegetarian options over there, or uh, do, do these <laughs> oh, things have meat? Yeah, yeah. She, well, oh, because she mean- sends out the email when it's okay for people to come eat. That's yeah, yeah. So why. she'll she'll put word out after after our show is over, and if there's leftover food, we'll put a word out. Marissa will put an email out to the staff, and it's funny because the moment she hits send, you'll see the cavalcade of people come in. <laughs> but people are asking her questions yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. No. Don't answer those, Marissa. Don't answer them at all. But she will because she's very kind. I know. She's too kind. But that's Would not... you like me to bring some over to you? Yeah, exactly. That's what'll be next. Yeah. People want you to, to deliver it. All right, anyway. Where's my foot massage? Fix the goddamn machine. Uh, <laughs> I want to mention this because I did see this tweet, and I don't know who started this. Oh. But someone had posted uh, on Twitter who uh, a question, who has the most iconic beard in Philadelphia. The author of the article uh, posted it initially. Steph- oh, okay. Stephanie so Farr, yeah. It's from the Inquirer. Oh. Yeah, so she writes for Philly.com. She writes for the Philly Inquirer, and she was looking, and uh, lo and behold, got some great results. Yeah, and uh, it, it turns oh, out, on. I, I assume. It's that, not even that, a question. Did he quote-unquote win? He, well, let's see what it says. The most distinctive and distinguished uh, shock of silver hair at the chin. Yep. Pierre Robert. Yeah. yeah. Robert. Easily. Yeah. Easily. The, the most... I, I, in fact, I couldn't even think of any other... I was just well, you, Preston, other people? You have an iconic beard. No, I have a, I have a beard, have a, but I don't have a... No. I don't have a beard that, that people an, know. There's another radio guy in the area uh, who has a uh, pretty famous beard. He's because he's had it forever and ever, sports guy. Um, and I just don't know... Eskin? If, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't want to say you could say it. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but I don't know of anybody else... No. I mean, Bryce Harper's got a beard. Well, they break I mean, it down. They break it down by Kathy's category. got a beard. No, Kathy stop it! No, mustache. I don't. Mustache. <laughs> but they they go uh, music. They go sports. Um, so uh, they they Embiid is in there. Jason Kelsey's got a great beard. All right, Kelsey's got a good beard. Right, a good yeah. beard. Yeah. Malcolm Ooh, Jenkins Malcolm's and go Jake Vorchek has a pretty good beard. Yeah, Although Jake's is a little unruly. Yeah, you but know, it goes out big, at night and drinks. No, but it's big and red. So yeah. that's that's obviously uh, kind of a big thing. Wait, was gritty in here? He's got to be. That's, I think he is. I mean, he's real? No. He's puppet. He shouldn't even be in consideration. Doesn't count. Wait a second. He's a puppet. I call no fair on that one. So what, what category is Pierre under? Is he overall he's winner? He's under the puppet category. He's got to be overall winner. Uh, beards that keep the beat. And then... Um, beards that keep the beat. 
you know, yeah, Quest Quest musicians and, yeah. and that kind of thing. So he's oh, a, okay. So gritty was just a category. It's the ginger beard, right? Okay. Do, are you, uh, Ka- Kathy? Do you like beards? No, I hate them. Yeah, but facial hair not wow. a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty, but you like Preston's but... beard, right? <laughs> no, I hate them. Um, but I mean, or do you? Yeah, okay? Nick needs a trim. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not a facial hair person. You guys know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I would. Are. I would think that that uh, Pierre would reign supreme upon all beards in the city of Philadelphia, as far as I, being iconic in nature. Number yeah. one, he's been here longer than anybody else on this list for sure. And most I. Identifiable. Most identifiable. Well, yeah, yeah. As I said, that sh- you know, as they say, that shock of the streak of silver. It's yep. silver. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is there exactly. a, is there a t shirt with just his beard? Just his beard. Yeah, because you've seen that um, with like other like sports figures who was like a. Yeah. You know what? Case, if there isn't, there should be. There should be. There should be his hair and beard. Yeah. With, uh, with I no agree. Face. Yeah. But um, no, I could. I don't think anybody else comes close to to as being well known. As well known as his beard. So, um, so I do want to sing the praises of the writer, Stephanie Farr, because she's a great follow on Twitter. And I, I want to say she's fairly new to this area. And what I love about that is she's asking great questions uh, about the city and about, um, like, the pride of the city and all that sort of stuff that gets people thinking. Um, things that make you go, hmm, you know what I'm saying? So, okay. Um, it's that Arsenio influence. Um, but I like it because she's really trying to embrace everything that uh, that makes Philly, Philly. Sometimes you need somebody from out of the area to to, to reignite your, your yeah. joy and, and make you appreciate the area. Right, Preston? Yeah, totally. Do you have any examples? of? Uh... No, Preston, why would you ask me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Stop asking me questions. Uh, somebody, uh, Donnie, who's on the phone line, uh, says that um, um, Bernie Perrant has a pretty it's a well co- well-known beard. Does he have one right now? I think he's clean-shaven. Because he's gone the full white beard, which with uh, you know looks really good. There's um he's got the always... mohawk and uh, oh. nose piercing. You know who looked good with a beard was Barkan. He went full silver oh, for a little yeah. while, and I think he shaved it since. But I liked his beard. Yeah. But I think same thing. Even with like, well, I mean, I guess nice. Bernie's no. is is oh. full but, silver, but yeah, it's just a beard. It's like nice. Pierre's is. There's something distinctive. It's about iconic. It. Yeah, yeah exactly. I wonder how that's to get it just so. You, you know, a lot of trips to the salon. A lot of trips to the salon, right? No, no. He was struck lightning. by lightning yeah. on the Kilimanjaro or whatever that freaking story is that he tells. Which, by the way, me saying that right now is going to get it. that story yeah, yeah. later when yep. he gets here. Probably, we'll see about that. I had the mistake of asking him that when we were wrapping up the show one day. But the salon was at the top of Kilimanjaro. It was. Yeah. That's where it happened. Or was it Everest? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. They're both the same mountain. Um. So anyhow, yeah, I think uh, I think clearly Pierre is, uh, is the winner of that. Um, um, uh, Steve sent me this story that thought this was pretty cool on, uh, yesterday, actually, is when this happened. Uh, Margate's Lucy the Elephant joined the ranks of the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile and the Goodyear Blimp and Mattel's Barbie Malibu Dreamhouse as iconic and nostalgic and short-term Airbnb listings. Lucy is one of the first... National Historic Landmarks to appear on Airbnb. It's very cool. And in a special promotion, yeah, the beloved, excuse me, six-story wooden elephant will be available for one-night stays on March 17th, 18th, and 19th only. Two adults per night can book a stay on Airbnb.com slash Lucy starting at noon March 5th, and that's first come, first serve. And it's uh, it's not that expensive, right? Per night, it's like 140 bucks. Yeah, something like that. 150 bucks. 
I've never been in there. Neither uh, have I. You do you enter through the, the bunghole, or how do you get in? I didn't even know you could go in it. There's, I've never there, even seen it with my eyes. There is something, Steve, around the bunghole. Like, there's a window or something like that. Window that, on my bunghole. Yeah, it's a Sinatra song. But um, <laughs> I think that they they make light of the fact that, yes, an elephant has a butthole, and, and people are going to go around. It's like the... Um, you seen that bull on Wall Street? You're supposed yeah. to like yes. tap, tap the butt or tap yeah, the yeah. balls or whatever. I think that um, they do the same thing with Lucy. They acknowledge that this is anatomical. Um, but I've been there. It's it's neat, and uh, you you don't need to spend more than a half an hour. In my humble opinion, you can go see it and then go about your day. So they put they put a, a bed in it, and they're right. There's a bed you see in the uh, in one of the the pictures up to the left there. Yeah, I think because inside of it, it's just like. It's not that big. It's not that luxurious. It's just sort of an, an iconic thing. I stayed in the elephant. Yeah, and then you go, you know, you don't, there's not a lot to explore. Yeah. How did it be fun? I mean, yeah. you know, Margate's really close to Atlantic City. Sure. And they could uh, pop over there and go see a show and then climb through the elephant's butt and go to bed. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I mean, how big is it really? I mean, we're, there's a picture over here. It's to not. The right. Okay. It's maybe the size of like uh, two semis, you know? Okay. Trailers. Well, that's bigger than I thought it was. It has an size. upstairs. Uh, yes. There's an upstairs? It's Where? It's six, six stories tall, so. Uh, well, yeah, because there, you can climb up to the top and see out of it, right? I assumed you could. Oh, right. See that? Yeah, like the top of the. Yeah, a little platform or something? Yeah, it looks right, like anyway. it. anyway. But Casey, you've never actually seen it with your no. own eyes? And I've only been to Margate one time. I went to a restaurant there. Uh, it's like right on the bay. You used yeah. to go to Ocean City all the time. I'm surprised. Yeah, I just. I, Where, did never... they, Where did they move it from? Because they moved it, right? I, I no, know. I just always it? thought it was in Margate. I thought it was always there, yeah. 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 You, so you've never done that drive from AC, like, all the way down the beach towns no, and stuff? All right, so I have because sometimes uh, when you're going down on, like, a Saturday morning uh, and the traffic's terrible on the uh, uh, AC Expressway and Garden State Parkway, sometimes yeah. I'll avert all that, just go down to the... And then I'll just drive through Atlantic City, Ventnor, Margate, huh. Longport. And, Longport's nice. Yeah, but I don't, um, I don't really go to Ocean City anymore, so there's no reason for me to do that. But, um, yeah, I've never seen Lucy... Okay. Uh, in the flesh. You can stay in there. the wood. Uh, if, if you want We to. talked about those. Though. Listen, it's a kitschy sort of fun thing to do, you mm-hmm. know, so. Yeah, yeah. And I've, it's not uh, price prohibitive. No, I, I've always wanted to, I've told you guys before, and I've never done it, and people told me they're, they're kind of ratty, but the uh, the Caboose uh, Hotel in uh, Lancaster. Yeah. Uh, it's all cabooses. It's right off of 30, right? Is it ratty? I think so. I haven't yeah. been out there in a long time. Yeah, I heard the room, it's kind of that way, but it looks neat. I wouldn't mind just for the hell of it. What was the hotel that was a uh, it was a a plane fuselage up on a? Uh... Oh yeah, no. Is that the one Pierre was talking about? <clears throat> that was uh, New York. In no, it was no, in, it's here. Yeah, it was in Pendell. It's not there anymore. Okay, um, but yeah, it, it was a plane. It was a restaurant. I forget the name of it. I used to pass it. Uh, all the time. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was called the Health Code Violation Inn. <laughs> Preston, you're thinking of the TWA lounge that they converted in the uh, JFK. That's different. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was uh, a hotel that was a, that was a fuselage. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't think the, there's a fuselage, though. It's just the, oh. the whole international terminal is now a hotel and a, and a They've bar replicated it to, so that it looks like a, uh, like a TWA, um, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, 60s era. 70s right. Era, yeah. They all dress that way and the whole on, atmosphere Ke- is that way. Kevin wanted to comment about uh, Lucy. Hi. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, bud? Hey, I just wanted to let you know that uh, Lucy actually was opened, I think, just prior to the turn of the century, and it opened up as a hotel. I think it was like a six-room hotel, and it's actually referenced in, in the uh, HBO series Boardwalk Empire. No kidding. Where Nookie Johnson had some guy that uh, he wasn't too happy with, and he says, let's send him down to Margate, and he can... He can stay in that elephant hotel and look out the elephant's ass or something along those lines. <laughs> they had, they had, there were six rooms inside this thing. 
that's what. What I, were they dwarves I, that stayed if there? I, if, I'm, if I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken, okay. Huh. Obviously, they were small rooms. That yeah, were yeah. The century. Yeah, I guess but so. It, it opened up as a hotel. I guess in light of the fact that it's been there for so long at the beach and has seen so many, uh, you know, tourists that they uh, decided to make it a, a you know a historical uh, national landmark. So okay. Cool. Just to clue you guys in. Nice. That is cool. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. Is there any hotel you've always wanted to go to or stay in? I wanted to do the mm-hmm. the ice uh, hotel. We in, uh, we were in in Sweden. In Sweden, yeah. So we were in that town, right. uh, but we were there in the summertime, and so and it's a lot wetter. This, this little town, yeah, it's a lot wetter. <laughs> this town, I is, drowned that's, in my hotel. That's mm-hmm. what it's known for. It's up above the Arctic Circle. It's yeah. in the middle of nowhere. It's it's not. There's no metropolitan area nearby. This is what they're known for. That ice hotel. Yeah. And my uh, my wife's aunt was telling me, she's like, you you have to come back here in the winter and stay. It's it's amazing. Like a full full bar, the whole deal, all the, carved well, out and, ice. Yeah. And the, the, the ice carvings are immaculate. They're yeah. unbelievable. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'd like to stay there. Um, what about my, the- my friends just recently were down in Miami, and those who watch uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel... Uh, the hotel with, that has the stairs to nowhere, just yeah. so people can see you walk down the stairs. She right. makes a big deal out of that. Uh-huh. They stayed at that hotel. Oh, that's so cool. That's, that was pretty cool. The Fountain Blue, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, that's okay. it. I've stayed there. Have you? Yeah. So okay. the Fountain Blue is also figure, it features uh, in the beginning of the movie Goldfinger. Okay. And in the beginning of the movie Goldfinger, if you go there, for the lo- I don't know if they still have it, but they had a full ice skating rink. Inside, and then they right next to it was the pool. So they had this whole thing. It's it's, it's a big resort. Ice skating yeah, in Miami. It's old style Miami. Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to stay at the brand new Four Seasons that's in the city of Philadelphia. Yeah, I've, always <laughs> always. I've always wanted to <laughs> stay there my whole entire life. Yeah, the, yeah, the uh, brand new beautiful. one. <laughs> the, yeah, it's um, awesome. No, also the Jules Verne Hotel, which is down in the Keys. That is a hotel that's underwater. That uh, if you're a scuba diver, you uh-huh. can you can basically just dive right out oh, of your, no way. your that's room. That's like Keys. What's it mm-hmm. called? Jules Verne. It's Key Largo, right? Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. You know what's, what seems like a nice hotel, Preston? That place called Bustin' Up by the airport? Oh. Wow. <laughs> they charge by the hour. Yeah, it's like an hourly rate you yeah. can get. And I've always wanted to stay in, and I don't even care if it's in Fiji, Tahiti, or now they have them in the Caribbean. Well, you got to pick bu- the right location, or so it won't be there. Um, the bungalows. The bungalows that are over the water. Yeah. 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 Oh, here's my one issue with those bungalows. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, they're hump huts, and you're, you seem to be too close. If you look at that layout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on, on the open water at night, well, with no sound baffles. I know. What? It, the one... How we, if you're going at it, twelve, bug, uh, 12 huts over can hear everything. Well, how hard are you going at it? I'm going at it enough to scare this fish. Take it easy. <laughs> the, um, I just saw commercials. I guess it was sandals uh, down in the... But it, I don't know which island it's on. There it is. We're looking at a picture of it. Those huts are too close. Yeah, maybe. No, but they're not. They're, they're too close. They're farther they're, they're away separated. than hotel rooms. You're out on the water with no insulation <laughs> or walls between. There. No. Take it easy. No, I think I think you'll be just fine, Steve. Oh, I don't know what you're doing on vacation, but yeah. yes, I'd like a room. <laughs> my doll, Annabelle. Oh, oh. <laughs> Keep it quiet, Annabelle. They'll hear us in the other hot four feet from us <laughs> with our windows open. Do you think this light bamboo is a good enough sound baffle? <laughs> Steve, what's the hotel you stayed at in? Was it Vancouver? Uh, I, oh. I've always wanted to go to that one. Oh, you, you're t- are you? T- I there there are Fairmount hotels which are awesome. Fair, yeah, that's but it. are you talking about the one that was on the? There's one in Canada that's right on a lake. There's yeah, one the in lake. Ba- one. I, I, I never stated that one. Oh, you that's didn't a dream hotel. That's in uh, Alberta in Banff, and uh, it, it's it's amazing. It's one of the most um, recognizable hotels in the world, and it's on that beautiful lake. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah. You know, deep Canadian blue. It's really impressive. What's it called again? It's called the. Um, 
what is Fairmont, Fairmont Banff, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen pictures. Anytime you, you know, you pull up, you do a search on, like, great resorts. Yeah. Hotels I can't afford. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it comes right up. That's one, that, that's one that comes up for sure. There are some really incredible, amazing national park hotels, like the uh, Old Faithful Lodge, and, and uh, there's one called the Awani in uh, Yosemite, and I visited it last year. It's incredible, but it's... They're, they're really expensive. I mean, it's the places where, like, royalty stays. I'll tell you what, honestly, so Fairmount has a hotel out on the Vancouver Island. A lot of people just don't bypass, don't even think of Vancouver for a vacation, even if you're, if you're, if you're planning your summer vacation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's one of the best vacations my wife and I ever took. And, and the, the 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 Fairmount out on the uh, uh, Vancouver Island is amazing. Nick, I stayed at a, a cabin at uh, Grand Teton one time, and I, the reason I stayed at the cabin was because a bear wandered into my campsite. <laughs> wow! Uh, and I'm like, I'm not hey, staying it's here. It's Preston. Yeah, <laughs> time for some walls. Uh, so I, I'm like, I, I I went to the uh, to the resort that's on on premises in the park, and I'm like, Do you, is there anywhere I can stay? And they said, Well, we have this one cabin that's available. It was really expensive. Yeah, but I'm like. Fine, whatever. I'll stay there. Was it that your walkabout? Was awesome. It was during my walkabout. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was beautiful. The Jackson um, Lake Lodge is in Grand Teton, and that's gorgeous. And as that well. had to have been it. And they have cabins because the lodge themselves they get so booked up. And I mean, you were talking about going to uh, national parks this summer, and if you don't book like nine months in advance, you're not going to get rooms in the. I, I already had. I couldn't. I wanted yeah. to get a cabin. We're going to Bryson Zion, and and uh, I had to. Um, I'm getting staying in a hotel rather than in one of the cabins because, and that's not until. August, right, or, or I mean uh, July. And That's so how early it books up. You got to book up, yeah, wow. at least six to eight months in advance, maybe even more. Mm. Uh, so anyway, if you want to stay in uh, in Lucy, uh, she will be available uh, through Airbnb, uh, and it's only one night stays March seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth, and it starts on March fifth at noon. That you can uh, do that's first come first serve. Uh, another uh, story from in and around the area I wanted to bring up. A, is this city beat? I guess it, it is kind of like city beat. beat. I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't, I didn't package this ahead of time. But uh, yeah, this is, this is in our area. I'm waiting for my music. Here we go. Okay. Scooby Wow Wow. Yeah. It's time to hit the pavement. So this story actually surfaced a few weeks ago and then went away, but it is back apparently. A mysterious stench once again has struck parts of Delaware County this week. Is oh. it that same one? Yeah. That's I, back? I think so. It's uh, been overwhelming residents with its pungent odor and baffling investigators. They can't figure it out. Uh, right, where, where what do they describe it as? Okay, so the smell has recently been reported in towns across the county, including Glen Olden, Tenicum, and Upper Darby. Uh. I mean, Glen Olden and Tenicum are close-ish, but there's... T- Towns that separate those. Okay. And Upper Darby's far away from both of those. I, I So I'm wondering. I, I mean, it's, to me, it's weird that they're not like you all don't like that. No, it might be. I think, Casey, it's like from Glen Olden to Tinicum. Yeah, yeah. It, was lead, it was the cover story on Town Talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, Casey, it's that. been a pretty big story for yeah. a while now. This is months later. They did like, they, they had well. to do like investigating to figure out where the damn smell was coming from, did, but then it kind of dropped off of the radar in the news, and now it's back in. Kathy, did, did they describe the nature of the smell? Yes, it was so they, they don't it's know the nature smell, of it, right? but they said it smells like a. a, a uh, a neighbor said it smells, it's like a sulfur smoky smell. Okay. Uh, it says, like well, a barbecued fart. 
Well, no one knows what the elusive smell is or mm. where it is coming from. Residents have described it as fuel-like. Oh, well, that see, to me, that's more frightening. Because somebody said, there's... I literally thought a gas main had broken. Yeah, man. Oh, okay. I remember when um, when they were doing, uh, they were replacing the water pipes when we used to live in Manioc down the street. They they cut a gas line, Ooh. and uh, you could smell it outside. And then they they went in and shut off everything. Fortunately, it was during a uh, a cold snap, so we didn't need heat. But uh, uh, but yeah, once you smell that, it's like oh man, this block's going up in the uh, like late spring through early fall months when you're driving across the uh, Springton Lake Reservoir on two fifty two. There is a stank ass smell that you get. It's um, what months usually? It, like in the warmer months. Okay. Um, and when it when it gets a little low. So I I've been noticed. So we've been getting a decent amount of rain around here, and I can always tell like how we're doing as far as our water levels concerned. It's probably because things are backing up. Yeah, we, we, by yeah. the um, by the reservoir. But like you know, it's obviously there's water, and and who knows why it is thinking but sometimes you know you drive past you're like oh man all right i'm gonna have to hold my breath there's that steam there's a a theme park over there stank ass land (laughs) stank ass land (laughs) um yeah so some are saying that maybe it might be skunk cabbage but nobody has been able to figure out why would they eat cabbage it's uh, too early for skunk cabbage. Yeah, it? it's a, uh, it's a warm-blooded plant that can raise the surrounding temperatures by much as much as twenty degrees. You see it in low-lying areas and like uh, swampy areas. It'll grow and it, it kicks kick, kicks up a uh, a smell. It but only really kicks up a smell when you like um, break up the leaves. Yeah, okay. that's the thing. It's got a defense mechanism. Yeah. Uh, so this this description says it looks like it's something out of a science fiction movie. Skunk, skunk cabbage gets its name from the fact that when the leaves are crushed or bruised, it gives us the smell of skunk or rotting meat. Yeah, my buddy just texted me. He's he lives in Ridley, John, and um, he said he didn't he doesn't smell anything and he didn't smell it last time either. Okay, so that's well, weird. And and so Ridley. Is right next to Tinicum, and uh, and there's like you know waterway there and everything. Um, so I don't I don't know I haven't heard anything about this. Mm. It, Case it it was a big story in the news. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't hear that one. That one that so one alluded. I've got a Kathy. life, you know. So get off my back. <laughs> Somebody texted and said they've been dredging the Delaware in Tinicum, and uh, that might be it. But you would think. Yeah, but you think be... they figured that out? Yeah, that would stink. They'd be right there. They'd know that it would smell. Although it was like that. Sound. I mean, we're, we're excavating an old sump, but I don't know where the smell's coming from. Yeah. Remember that sound that they had to figure out? It was coming somewhere. I think from Delaware, right? Uh, or, or was it New Jersey? It was, it was the rhythm of the night, Preston, you remember. <laughs> but it did take them a little while to figure out what the sound yeah. was. Yeah, it seemed like it would be a no-brainer, but no, so, it took them a little while. There we go, perfect example. That sound was carrying across water, mm-hmm. just as your sex sound <laughs> was carrying across <laughs> open water in your love hut. Shut up. It would. Uh, what the, the smell that we're, as we enter into spring, is that when the semen plants blossom? Uh, the, 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 the semen trees. The semen trees, yes. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah, at the beginning of spring, you get that really, really strong, that pungent odor. And I have a... No, I mean, but let's go pick some semen plants. I have uh, I have two big ones in my backyard. Really? Oh, yeah. And, you, and, and do we, they kick it off? Big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's when they, uh, believe it or not, when they, they bloom white. They do. And, uh, and then they go, ugh. And then you, you, can, you can smell <laughs> it. Yeah. But that's not till spring, so we, we still got that coming. Uh, so, like... Anyhow, oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't even know I said that. We still got that coming, the semen injuries. Uh, I don't have any other local stories. I do. Did okay. you know that uh, the Franklin Institute is having, like, blow-up day? 
Next Saturday? Explosions? There's exploding things. Wow, I should go. Uh, I know. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Yes. What what is this happening? So Franklin Institute is blowing things up on Saturday. Not tomorrow, a Uh, week from tomorrow. Okay, so like we used to do with them for Science Day, that sort of stuff? Are they actually like blowing up cars and I I don't know what it means. Like we never really blew anything up with like fire explosions. We, we (laughs) We did a couple things that got us in trouble. Right. Um... But I, so I just, I saw this on, uh, on Twitter and I was like, man, I, and the problem is they're doing it on Saturday. We're going to be up in the Poconos on Friday. So I was wondering if like it would be worth having them blow something up around here on Thursday. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's, that's now we're in the producer, I the know, new character. I, uh, <laughs> is that the new character? Yeah. Hold on a second. Casey is the producer. You get to hear us plan the show live on air. Here's what it says. A science extravaganza of epic proportions with continuous over-the-top demos sure to blow your mind. Sizzling rocket launches. Mm. Uh, colorful ball explosions. We did that. That's, you, you know, where they shoot all the, 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 the plastic balls up That's in awesome. the awesome. Uh, fiery hydrogen balloon blasts. I think we might have done that. And messy gravity drops. The classical favorites mix with some... New experiments and sprinkled with some slightly tamer demos erupting okay. in a full day of fun. All right, so they're not chucking grenades or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, that, I'm sure there's a lot of heavy artillery involved. That's yeah, BYOG that day. Yeah. <laughs> Just off the yeah. roof. Bring your own grenade. We're going to fire uh, howitzers into the uh, low-income houses. All right, I yeah. think I've, I've already asked you guys this question, but uh, would you rather throw a grenade or shoot a bazooka? <laughs> we answered that. Yeah. You asked the question and we answered. I would rather shoot a bazooka. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Same answer. Okay. Yeah, yeah me and Preston, too. you said a bazooka. It was unanimous. I remember these things. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that, but <laughs> I do. And it was clear. And I'm a little hurt you didn't remember our answer. All right. Uh, would you rather okay. uh, drive a tank okay. or slide down a 10-foot razor blade with your legs? Spread? Oh, my God. <laughs> Tank. I took a question. I think, I think yeah. I'm going tank I'm on going that tank. one, man. Yeah. This is good because I couldn't yeah. think of another thing besides drive a tank. I have a friend who's in the Army, and uh, he's a career. Uh, I think he's a. Um, I got one for uh, <laughs> What? Tank he's a help. I got, I got one for <laughs> what? No, oh, okay. he's a career. He's in charge of their career 10 mili- foot razors. No, he's a career military man. Okay. And uh, he loves being in the Army, and he's cavalry, was the word I was looking for. He's, he's a tanker. Yeah. And um, they would do target practice in Fort Benning <sighs> on um, unsuspecting. Villagers? <laughs> Unsuspecting deer. I'll just oh, say okay. it. Oh, Whoa! Wow. No way! And listen, it's not an endangered species, and right? uh, I, I thought it was kind of cruel and ridiculous, but uh, he thought that... The deer never knew what was The coming. deer didn't know, and it was, you know... And, and honestly, had, if ISIS is going to attack, they're going to come riding in on well, deer. they had, <laughs> you know, they had the, the night vision and the heat vision and all that stuff, and they would uh, target practice on a moving target. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, so... I mean, but boy, did honestly, he have fun. He loved doing it. He loved finding, He loves his job. And his job is to drive tanks around. We came so close to the uh, destroying. We had a refrigerator that was the most horrific smelling, mm-hmm. disease-ridden refrigerator here in the office. And we came so close to having a warthog, right, blow yep. it up. Yeah, yep. the A-10. Mm-hmm. And we went out we, to Fort Indian Town Gap. And, um, we had super high speed yeah. recording ready to go. But a week before, uh, there was a friendly fire incident involving an A-10, and uh, they canceled it. Yeah. Uh, That would have been really cool, though, if we would have done that. But to finish your question, Preston, would you rather drive a tank or a hovercraft? Would I rather drive a tank? Ooh, a tank. Yeah, absolutely a tank. I think that's as easy, easily answerable. I think I know, Steve. Uh, uh, They have uh, commercial 
hovercraft vehicles, like a one-person hovercraft, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where you were two people. They're so amazing, obviously. That have a 10-inch really... gun on it? Yeah, if you had that. Did you ever see um, Die Another Day, the James Bond uh, movie? Uh, uh, in the beginning, there's a, there's a hovercraft racer across the, uh, the uh, you know, uh, they're in North Korea. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's an amazing vehicle. Uh, and quiet. Hold on, we have Buddy from the Franklin Institute. Oh, hey. hey, buddy. Hey there, guys. Hey, How uh, good. How you doing, man? Oh, doing, doing great, doing great. So, uh, can you expand a little bit on what all you're going to be blowing up? Uh, yeah, well, I can confirm uh, for Casey that we will definitely be blowing some stuff up next uh, next Saturday uh, at the Franklin Institute, free with general admission. So we'll uh, we'll be using some liquid nitrogen, a little bit of fire. Uh, we're we're definitely going to have an explosive day for sure. Okay, okay, but no grenades and, and heavy artillery, as as he was hoping. Uh, maybe something similar. I don't know. Okay, all right. Hey, was, but, uh, where do you do that type of thing uh, outside? Actually, both uh, we'll be doing some of it right in front of the Ben Franklin statue. Um, we're going to do a little bit out on our front lawn. Um, I may wind up personally covering some soap, uh, something you guys might remember from the past. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Hey, buddy, do you guys do anything on the roof? Uh, actually, not on the roof, but we will be dropping some stuff from the ceiling in the atrium as well. So, I like that. Uh, That's awesome. Maybe a watermelon, maybe some spaghetti, uh, something like that. All right, spaghetti okay. is always fascinating. I love it. So, what time? What time does this get started on uh, Saturday? Next Saturday, buddy. Uh, it starts. Our first demo will kick off at about ten thirty, um, and it'll go till about two thirty in the afternoon. Okay, one continuous thing. Or are you going to be doing it like every ten minutes, fifteen minutes, or something like that? We're going to be doing big demos uh, on the thirty. Okay, hour on the thirty, and then in between, we'll be doing some smaller stuff. Uh, is sprinkled in and around the museum. Well, that's really cool because well continuous. It, it sort of dovetails with your new triage exhibit. So. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> All right, cool. Hey, buddy, great to hear from you, man. Absolutely, thanks for having me on. You bet, man. Take care. All right, How so about that? Right, All right, so here's a here's a question: Would you rather shoot a bazooka? This is from a texter. Rather shoot a bazooka or have a threesome with Bill Weston? Oh, God. oh man, Bazooka. Kathy, dear God! Since well, Kathy's the only one who has experience here. So. Well, hang on, me and Bill Weston's only—that's only two of us. Who's the third person? Is it me, my wife, and Bill Weston? I yeah. don't know. It's up for interpretation. Would it be so. wild if your wife goes, man, that Bill Weston? <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking at video footage of our encounters with blowing stuff up. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, listen, we should take a break because we got business. We got some stuff to do. You know what? And uh, Case, give me something to give away. I want you to give away. One of these or yes, these? That. Okay, so uh, Philly Pops yeah. uh, have the show coming up. Uh, they rock Phil Collins, the music of Genesis. And Phil Collins, March 7th. The show is at 3 p.m. for the tickets I'm going to give away at the Kimmel Center. However, there are shows between March 6th to the 8th at the Kimmel Center. And I'll take callers 10 and 11. And give you some tickets to go to. And if you haven't seen the Pops yet, you're going to love this. 215-263-WMMR. Whether you're a Genesis fan or not, you'll just appreciate the room, the orchestra, the vibe, all of it. So give us a call and uh, call us 1011. We are going to set you up with those tickets. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay close. we still got a lot to go. Word of the Week prize, giving that away. B-File doing another run at that and more. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, I want to mention this. There is a Cardboard Classic pre-party with Pacifico Beer tonight, Nick McElwain, who's feeling better, will be at timeout in Skipback. I was just having lunch there this earlier yeah. this week with my son. Uh, Nick will be there with Calendar Girls, uh, Dominique and Tatiana. 
from 6 to 8 p.m. So mm. stop by and you might win while you're there. The Pacifico VIP Cardboard Classic Experience, an overnight stay, lift tickets, VIP access for you and three friends to watch a Cardboard Classic. So make sure you join them tonight, 6 to 8. We'll be right back. Ah, springtime is in the air early. As we fantasize of riffs and rock outdoors on the lawn. Get set for MMRBQ 2020, Saturday, May 16th at BB&T Pavilion. Oh, wow. Disturbed. Royal Blood. I only love and I love you. The Pretty Reckless. Sublime with Rome. The best value in rock. Nine bands for just 50 bucks. Also appearing. Puddle of Mud. Crowbot. Dirty Honey. Mongolian Metalheads, The Who. And Jackson's Local Shots Opener, Foxtrot and The Get Down. Saturday, May 16th, BB&T Pavilion. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 9 a.m. from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Real quick, yes. Uh, In-studio shout-out. Okay. This says, uh, happy birthday to my wife, Michelle, who is the biggest Preston and Steve fan. She listens every day and loves the whole crew. I love you always. That's from Rick. And they're sitting right over there. Yay! Michelle from Allentown. When's her birthday? What, March? March 2nd. Uh, awesome. So happy birthday uh, to you early. And then I also want to congratulate uh, Ty, who's in the studio. He's getting married. Yay! You know hey, who his you know- best fan is? Who? Who? His father, who's sitting right next to him. Hey! Yeah, Mike. here. And Ty made some gifts for us. He's working on some for everybody, uh, but he's a woodworker, apparently. And he made me, out of wood, it's about the size of of a coaster, you know, that you would use for a a drink. (laughs) And it is, um, it's the cover of the Rush album, Moving Pictures. But it's it's made in 3D. It's made of pieces of wood awesome. that he cut with a laser. Oh. Uh, oh, that's neat. You know, a laser it's machine, amazing. whatever it is. And it's the detail is incredible. Is that all like taped on there, or or is it etched he, he in? He glued it. So, so he took the pieces from different from different types of wood. Yeah, they're very very small and very and meticulously cut these out, and then he had to paste them. That's on awesome. here. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And he gave Steve, did he give you one? It's the, I believe it's the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the the poster art with the, the you know, the Christian Bale and the building behind with the bat signal on it. And it looks uh, tremendous. Do you do it's this, really meticulous. Like, do you have, like, Etsy or do you do, you do this for people or yeah, sell them? Because this is incredible work here, Ty. So, not at the moment. I'm working on it. I yeah. got to get everything settled with the wedding first. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's an important focus thing. Focus on to doing more of... Uh, getting a shop together and, and trying to shift my normal job over to doing more creative stuff like that. What's the equipment that you use to make this? That is uh, just kind of a laser, laser engraver. Yeah, yeah, that I got laser online. Okay. Um, kind of inexpensive. They make more expensive ones that I'd like to hopefully get someday if I can get the money for it, but they're pretty pricey and... Uh, yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, so thank you, Ty. Yeah, appreciate it, man. You know what? Nelby and Ty Ty, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Nelby yeah. and Ty Ty very much, so yeah. appreciate yeah. it, man. All right. Um, you know, I, I had mentioned the, uh, cardboard classic and one of the things I wouldn't mind, uh, going over is I have, uh, some of the names of the sleds that are going to be entered, <laughs> uh, just to give you an, an idea, you guys, an idea of what, uh, what you're going to be witnessing. You want to go through some of these? Yeah. This is what you can look forward to. You've got to get up there next Friday. Uh, yeah. So there's, uh, you know, there's, there's smaller ones that are going to be, uh, you know, going for speed and so forth. And there's the bigger ones that are for, 
uh, decoration and so on. So there's going to be a UPS delivery truck, uh, the splitting edge axe throwing. So I, I assume they're going to be yeah. They're going to have like an axe throwing. Sounds like a great what can idea. go wrong? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Kathy, there's a sled called Maroon Glace. Oh yes. Uh, there's uh, meep meep. This Bob has been in touch with me regularly about Bob uh he's the yeah. from delco mm-hmm. yeah yeah he won our uh sweater contest at the uh okay at the christmas miracle he wore the delco sweater sleeveless sweater mm-hmm. yeah uh, so he's adding meatball you to a sled apparently oh that's perfect <laughs> uh and he, they he and his crew have been involved year after year they did uh the kathy the dream catcher one. Oh yeah, yeah and they they did that was a, cool. a giant turntable which was pretty awesome uh then you have uh the eliminator uh a sheep herder uh, Blue Thunder. Blue Thunder. I'm wondering if it's the helicopter. Yeah. In the movie. Well, yes. Here's here's one called Marvel Us. It says a dedication to. Uh, it says Marvel A.M. Duchess Stan Lee. Okay. Uh, there's one called Harry Potter can easily handle nine and three quarters inches. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going down on that one. Uh, well, that's, oh, yeah, that's right. right. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, would I started no saying it, then I stopped, and then you know what? Uh, wise was. Uh, it's the Hogwarts Express, yeah. which includes an engine, tender, and passenger car. Oh, we're looking at a picture of it. Uh, it looks awesome. Dear God. There's another group of guys, uh, you've heard from them before on the show. They're doing the one crazy summer, uh, sled, which is the boat and the giant dolphin with rabies. And we saw that too. It looks amazing. Uh, there's another one called Get Away From Her, You Bitch. Oh, that's gotta be from Aliens. It is. It's the Alien Queen versus the Power Loader in the cargo bay of the spaceship. Oh, man. How the hell are they gonna pull that off? You know, Preston, having visited Universal Studios recently and seeing all that stuff, there's a lot of stuff that ends up on that run up in the Poconos for the Cardboard Classic that could easily fit yeah. within a major theme park. Yep, I agree. Uh, somebody's doing Twiggy and the Twiggy the Water Skiing Squirrel. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Demolition Derby car, uh, Bill and Ted with special guest of Vikings. Uh, there's one called the Friend Zone. Uh, it says, "Imagine the couch from the show Friends," and it's presented by a group called the Nippletons. The Nippletons, yeah, they're doing it, of course. Uh, let's see, the Happy Meal, Snow Bunnies, uh, the Handsome Brothers Parade car, Team, uh, team Triple Durka is doing that. You know what? What I'm hoping to hear, or s that it ends up. We need an Annabelle. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the Planters Peanut Mobile. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, a sled. There's a sled called I Don't Want to Taco About It. Mm-hmm. So, Taco might be a uh, might be a taco stand. We've seen those before, which are great. The Jose Cuervo Extravaganza. Yeah, because not only is it just, there is a lot of times there's a little show, a little presentation put on with everything that really rounds it out. Uh, from the WW girls is watch the tram car. Ah, uh, there's the what, some of these I have no idea what they are. Um, our group from uh, Go Big or Go Home they uh, they do a gigantic sled every year. I don't know what their theme is. Uh, Did they one, do the Slinky Dog last year? Uh, the what? The, slinky Did dog? they do the Slinky Dog last year? Might have been them. Yeah, yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Uh, there's one called Hand Job. Yes. All right. Uh, What's that about? I, I don't know. It's about manually stimulating someone to orgasm. Oh, oh cool. my God. All right. <laughs> there's a Wawa sled, uh, the Mucking Chicks, the White Lightning Ranch Pizza. Huh? Oh. The old pizza mm. with ranch, the dedication there, Casey. You, you can't forget that. Uh, I'm, I'm skipping over a lot of these because we have a lot. Uh, Jurassic Mountain Maniacs, uh, the vintage comic book Mail Away, which is the Polaris nuclear submarine. Wow. Okay. Uh, there's a log cabin with a front porch. 
So as I hear these things, Preston, and again, if you're a newbie and you're doing something big, uh, you know, timing is everything. Do not expect, honestly, you can't, if you try to trailer this, these things up in the open air behind a vehicle, it's going to get destroyed. You have to really put it in a super huge, like a rider truck. Yeah, Those a are the trailer. One, yeah, something that's going to survive. By the way, which what can we always count on? Because I see one here that says Sasquatch theme. There's almost always a Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what? There's usually a boat of some type mm-hmm. every boat, year. Boats make an excellent design. Boats are some of my yeah. favorites. And especially when you ride on them, they're, they, they usually hold together pretty well. There are themes that show up quite a bit. So there's uh, often Dukes of Hazard. There's uh, Back to the Future. There's the car from Vacation. Flintstones. Flintstones, yeah. Um, One of the th- most amazing, Nick, was the Tumblr from Batman. That was oh, a great one, yeah. Where, where it, it came down, and then from in the interior, yeah. the Bat motorcycle came out. Unbelievable. Uh, there's uh, usually an A-team mm-hmm. sometimes, because if there's characters involved, right. uh, they can dress up and somebody's, you know, usually Mr. T. and Teen Wolf has shown up a few times. Yep, we've had Teen Wolf's great. Uh, hang on a second. So one of the teams is calling in right now. This is uh, Ryan, who's doing that Stan Lee slid that I said. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Okay. Yeah, but so you wanted a, a correction on the description here? Yeah, when I filled out the stupid uh, description online, <laughs> yep. it, I put dedication to Stanley, and it changed it to Duchess Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> dedication became Duchess, Duchess Stanley. Yeah. You must yeah. mean Duchess. Yeah. So it's going to be Spider-Man and Stanley. But, okay. Uh, we also... We did uh, Legos a couple of years ago, the Sim- Simpsons house, Toothless. And, Wait a uh, minute. Uh, you did Legos? Did you do the uh, the superhero Lego one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, that was good. good stuff. That one yeah. was excellent. Yeah. And um, most infamously, the, uh, the human snowball. Oh, <laughs> that was you. Oh, my God. You're There's like someone a... inside of that. <laughs> Dude, you could have died. I'll never forget that. It's, yeah, it's, it's amazing you survived. But we, we love your your inventiveness. Very cool. Thanks, Ryan. Awesome, yeah, see you guys. Yeah, we'll see you next you week. It was also good, the, the, the dragon from NeverEnding Story. Oh, my God, Falcon. Yeah, yeah so because the, the ears went up as, yeah. as, you, they as came it went down, down the hill. hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Uh, you know, people will often try to uh, create something that has wheels that actually roll. It will not. I, I have do. yet to see it uh, happen successfully. Yeah. No. We, we tried to uh, dissuade people from, yeah, but you can do that if you want to, but but it usually does not work. <laughs> and last year, I think, was your first year that we included uh, Favorite Fail. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah because that good. The, the, some of them just absolutely disintegrate. And, uh, well, and they put so much time and effort into it that they need, you need a prize for somebody who just completely failed. And, and it was the wedding. The wedding. You're right. The wedding was about 60% down the hill, as I recall, Case, and then it turned into a disaster. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and it took them forever to go through the ceremony, and then when they started coming down the hill, it just fell apart. So but they actually did get married. Yeah. While they were yeah. Doing, that was a first, so I did appreciate that. And there's always a wealth of video any year that you want to do this to look at to see mm-hmm. what really makes it down and what doesn't. So you mm-hmm. can avoid some of the pitfalls that other people have had. Remember the one year we had the helicopter coverage up above? Like, mm-hmm. That was just, it was so badass. I think we've had drone coverage since, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was the one year where there was literally a helicopter from one of the news stations up that way. We're going to have a lot of coverage this year. There's going to be a lot of um, <clears throat> activity news-wise, but... Uh, yeah, there's you sometimes when we're looking at footage now in the studio here, Preston, you just you you forget again, you know how amazing this stuff is. Yeah, so well, it's creativity plus engineering skill. Yeah, yeah. There, plus a, 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 a low respect for life. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. There, there's a guy named Clutch who I love his designs. In fact, I think we're watching one of his designs go down right now. But what he does is he chooses a simple design mm-hmm. like a rocking chair 
or a, uh, a radio flyer sled, and, and in this case, it was a, a shopping cart. So it's kind of like simple in, um, I, I guess, concept. the de- design concept. Yeah. But it is it always so, if you remember, he did the slide one year, right? But, so as the slide was going down the sled or going down the hill, he climbed up the stairs of the slide and, and then slid, slid down, down the slide as the slide was going down the hill. To the point here, Casey, about wheels, with the large shopping cart, the sh- wheels were fixed in place on skis. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's the way to go. Cardboard skis. Yeah. Yep. yep, exactly. By the way, Marissa handed this note in. The Sasquatch, apparently, yeah. is the same every year. They just reuse that part of the sled <laughs> year after year. Really? And they create a different uh, uh, concept around it. I never knew that. It. We're watching video of the year <laughs> that Ryan, who called in earlier, was the human <laughs> snowball. And... We didn't know there was somebody inside of this thing until it, it rolled all the way down. And, and as oh we're God. watching this, oh. a, it opened up. It's bouncing. It's hopping up and down. It had to have been incredibly painful. And it had to have rolled over 30 times or more. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, then, and so we're, we're watching here. I want our studio audience to see when this guy climbs out because we had we no waiting. idea. <laughs> And all of a sudden, you see his hand sticks out, and he's waving, I'm okay, and then he falls, collapses on the ground. That's just, yeah. that's he's, insanity. He's so dizzy. He's, he's trying so to stand dizzy. up. Yeah. Oh. What, year, what year number is this, by the way? 15. This is the 15th year. Preston, yeah. kudos, man. This was your idea, and this is something that has turned into... I didn't know it would turn into this. It, well, yeah. yes, you did. You, well, I you, hoped it yeah. would. Um, but this has turned into something that uh, people look forward to every Every single year as, as like a team building thing, like whether it be, you know, work buddies or old college or high school friends or whatever. They turn it into not just a day, but a weekend. And cucks. Yeah. Cucks. Cucking. Well, yeah, they, you know what? They oh. look forward to it. Aren't there? Aren't there like a, a group? Snow of guys? cucks? No. Aren't there a group of guys and a group of girls that like met there? I don't know, years oh, ago. Well, and so here's the it's deal. It's almost like same time next year. It is. We I and, and I was really? hanging out with them one night at Shenanigans. And good name, and apparently they're all uh, they're married, yeah. like swinger situation. No, here's the deal: the spouses don't come with them, mm-hmm. and they oh, hook, man. they hook up only at the cardboard classic. Wow! At least they were doing it for a while, and and oh they were God. telling me this, and they were all wide open about it that they they get together and they have sex, and it's just for this event, and then they don't see each other till the following year. And were the were the uh, significant others aware of this? No, no. Oh, well, they no. probably are now. They might be now. <laughs> now they are. But that was... Well, don't tell a been, radio host that story. I, well, it yeah. might have been 10 years ago. I, I don't know if they're still doing it or not, but that's know, how should, long ago it was. Should we ask Bill if he still does it? Yes. <laughs> Bill arranged the whole yeah. thing. Uh, but no, that was that's a legit story. That's that's the real deal. Wow. I remember them, them telling us about it. Wow. Uh, hang on. Speaking of Clutch, Casey, he's on the phone. Oh, yes. Yo, Clutch. Yo, what's going on, man? How you doing, buddy? Good. We were just talking about you and your past creations, and uh, yeah, you... I, just, I hopped in the truck and I heard you talking about me, so I figured I'd call in. All right, you're gonna tell us what you got this year. Yeah, this year I got a uh, a teeter totter. Oh yeah, no that's way. awesome! Wow. Yeah, because you were you were talking about the engineering part of it. So yeah, well, you build a seesaw with you know being able to hold people on either side of it, you know, all out of cardboard. That's who... something that you know people just can't do. <laughs> who, who gets to go down backwards? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be going. I'll be going down backwards. That's the most dangerous spot. Wow. No, no doubt. So again, and we've complimented you because you, you, you the, the designs are in nature or what they are are, are simple concepts. 
but you always make sure that the part that's touching the snow is very snow-worthy, very skiish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want to be. I want to be able to make it down in one piece. Yeah, no, that's wow. the way to do it. Hey, Clutch, I yeah, remember the the one year with the nor'easter. You uh, were not able to bring your your design up. What was that? Oh, uh, that was a uh, wheelbarrow. I had a wheelbarrow that I dedicated to Jackson. <laughs> so because they uh, Jackson, there's a company called Jackson that actually makes wheelbarrows, big blue wheelbarrows. So I built a big blue wheelbarrow. And that's the, that's the year I uh, jackknifed in my driveway. And I never made it down. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. you never used that sled? Well, not here. Well, not- no, I took it. I took it out to my own hill, and we took it down my hill. Yeah. And crashed at the bottom, and my daughter got hurt. Oops. That you bring you you bring up the uh, the that that particular year. And so last year we had arguably the best weather we've ever had. It was I great. know, and, and I missed out on it. Yeah, and, and the year before was now, absolutely the worst weather we've ever if, had. If yeah. you're if you're going to be heading down backwards, we we at least wear a helmet or something like that. Oh, uh, I'll build one out of cardboard. <laughs> 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 no, well, we already had two guys on it, and we had one guy on one end who was two eighty five. And another guy at the other end who was two forty five. And, and cardboard will going. hold that much weight on a on a seesaw. Yeah, theoretically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, hopefully <laughs> yeah. Lord willing, I will be me there this year. All right. All we'll, right. We'll see you there, Clutch. Right. He's yeah. the he's the Chuck Yeager of cardboard. Uh, it's pretty amazing, man. I wonder if any I wonder if there are any people who have done it all fifteen years. If this will be their 15th one. I don't know if there's anybody from the beginning that hasn't missed. Somebody uh, along the line, they've probably missed one or two here and there. It, it seems just impossible that it would be every, every year because it's uh, there's so much work involved with at least the uh, the people that are really committed. And, and the teams, you know, as you said, Casey, well, like, as far as a team building thing, you can't beat it. Yeah, like Team Triple Durka yeah. and, and the, the, uh, uh, the Go Big or Go Home, their regulars. Dirty Delco, have they bailed still? Yeah, so I think what happened with Dirty Delco is um, they started having, like, kids and stuff like that. Yeah, what and a as bunch you, of losers. As you they know, kids ruin your life. Seriously. Hold on, Marissa. Yeah, they came out. One of the guys came out to my appearance at PJ Wheelahan's uh, a couple weeks ago. Casey, where was I? What town? Oh, you were in Newtown Square. Or Edgemont, technically, okay. I guess. Uh, and, yeah, he said the same thing. He's like, yeah, I got married, had some kids. But, but we were playing the videos on the screens, and it was theirs that everyone was looking up and, like, laughing at and hysterically. It was great. Well, maybe they'll reignite the fire, and they'll be back uh, down the road. Hold on. I've got uh, Pat, who's doing the Harry Potter one we were talking about earlier. Hey, Pat, good morning. Good zooks, but Good, man. So so you're doing the, uh, the Hogwarts Express. That's right. Have yeah. you entered in years past? Yeah, this is our tenth year. Oh my! We did we did, we did Falcor last year. Falcor was magnificent. It was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been doing a lot more detail this year. We're trying to trying to push that. Like inside the passenger car, we have like stars painted on the ceiling, like a magical ceiling. We got lanterns, rivets all over the train. I mean, we went all out. There. It looks terrific because I just rode on the one at Universal, and uh, you know, it's that that one's got nothing on yours. I think yeah, I think I think ours is a little bit more realistic than the one at Universal. <laughs> yeah, wow. No, it's it's cool. I can't wait to see that sucker get underway. You guys do impressive work, and I love Thank you so much. Love the attention listen, detail. The, you were just mentioning the uh, the other team that had kids. I just had a kid in October, and we had another guy that just had a kid last month. Kids is no excuse. Pat, it just comes down to how much you're willing to ignore your kids. Exactly. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, they grow up. They'll forget. Yes. (laughs) You leave out food and water. They'll find it.
Yeah. All right. We'll see you in a week, Pat. All right. Thank All right you, good Pat. luck with everything. Yeah, some of the attention to detail, and some of, some of it you have to look closely to see. Like, like Pat was saying, the interior and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I remember... One group did the um, uh, Lone Star, the the Winnebago one time. I got inside that thing, and I could not believe the attention to detail. All the way down to they had an ashtray that that folded out in the dashboard that had cigarette butts in it. They had the liquid Schwartz inside the glove compartment. Oh, that's awesome. It was Fantastic, and I think that same year, my friends, my Delco friends, did a uh, same thing, and theirs did not look as good. No, <laughs> but some people have the talent. But yeah, yeah, the experience is still the same. Oh yeah, yeah. The the fact that you, no matter how it looks, when you you've spent this time, you built it, and you have there's no way to test these things. You're not. You don't know how it's going to run until you get it up that hill and push it down. And you don't know if you do get the opportunity to test it anywhere. Whether the conditions that day will be the same, they probably won't. And also to the people pressing to go for the 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 time who want to make the fastest sleds, mm-hmm. who are really doing more conventional designs, yeah, yeah. toboggans. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So uh, I just got a message from my buddy uh, Steve Wilson, who has been there every year, didn't participate every year. And what a lot of people do is when they want to participate, they'll actually just kind of go down and observe for a year, mm-hmm. just to kind of see what happened, you know, what what works and what doesn't work. Get and the then lay of the land. Get the lay of the land. Um, I love that idea. Yeah, do a little recon. Take yes. some pictures. Get yourself ready. Uh, this is Bob. I mentioned Bob earlier. He's uh, doing the uh, meet meep. So it says meet meet here, but it's uh, meet meep. <laughs> Hey, Bob, how you doing? Hey, guys, how you doing? This is Bob and uh, from Glen Olden, Casey. We will be representing Delco. Excellent. Do you have that smell in Glen Olden still, as we were hearing about earlier? Oh, yeah. I barely got to work this morning. <laughs> wow. wow. All right. All right. Are you all done? Is everything ready? Any last touches? Uh, yeah, a lot of detail work. Um, this is the largest sled we built. Uh, we're coming in at 28 foot long. Wow. And in the past, this is our seventh sled, and every year I started in my dining room building an eight-foot toboggan-style sled. The following year, it's extended from my dining room into my living room a little bit, <laughs> and now it's kind of in pieces in the shed, in the basement, in the front porch, and the back porch. But my wife loves the event, so uh, that's Thank God. way with it every year. Yeah, you'd be divorced otherwise. So you've got a, yeah. uh, a Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote theme with yours, right? That is correct. Um, every year, I usually dress up in a costume to help the help the sled along. Um, I was the animal behind a drum kit. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was a bumble in the blue suede shoe. All right. And we also built Kathy's high heel shoe. She's welcome to ride. With yes. Again. <laughs> um, but this year, every everything is cardboard. Absolutely everything. No costumes. Everything's cardboard, and we're really proud of this life this year. Uh, yeah, as right. well, you should be. It's just, it's just amazing what you were able to pull together. Yep. Yeah. All right, we're looking, so we're looking forward, forward to forward it. seeing you guys. All right, Bob. We'll see you on Friday. You were talking about things that we can expect when we get up there. Definitely, you'll get somebody who goes down the hill almost naked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and comes up with some kind of bizarre snow road rash on yes. your ass. Yeah. Oh, we've seen things that are just like. I mean, listen, oh, you're going to feel that for a month. Yep. Not a good idea. However, you know we're going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, tonight Nick is going to be at a, a very cool sports bar called Timeout in Skipback from 6 to 8 p.m. with Counter Girls, Dominique and Tatiana. And while you stop by and see Nick, he'll be there with Pacifico Beer, and they are going to have specials and get you registered to win Pacifico VIP Cardboard Classic Experience, which is an overnight stay, lift tickets, and VIP access for you and three friends to watch the classic from where we watch it, which yeah. is the best seat in the house because we need to be able to see everything. 
Uh, so make sure you go see Nick at timeout and skip back this evening. And then tomorrow night, actually tomorrow afternoon, uh, I'm going to be in Phoenixville. It's Sedona. Is yeah. that what it's called? Sedona, yeah, Tap, Sedona, House. Sedona Tap House. And I'll be there from 3 to 5 offering the same stuff that uh, Nick is tonight. So if you can't make tonight, please come see me tomorrow night. Or if you can do both, do both. And uh, Calendar Girls Carly and Gina will be uh, joining Casey there. And we got uh, great prizes to give away from Pacifico. Uh, and and throughout the at the cardboard classic uh, from uh, Jose Cuervo and from Sprint and uh, it's just a, it's a love fest. We're looking forward to it. So it's a week from today. Yay! Uh, sorry about the calls. There's more people online who want to talk about their sleds. Maybe we can do that next, next week, week. Leading up to it, we'll take a quick break. Come back in just a moment. Can I give something away, Kate? Yeah. You know what? Let's do uh, let's do this one. All right. You I got to do both if you want. Yeah! I got a pair. Let me give away one. A pair okay. of Adam Sandler tickets. I'll take caller 15 at 215-263-WMMR. The show is April 23rd at the Cure Insurance Arena in Trenton. Uh, tickets are on sale noon today, officially. And you can go to WMMR.com to get the details. But we'll take that caller and we'll give you tickets to see Adam Sandler. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. Bizarre File is up next. What's new? Why have you asked? Green Day. Sturgill Simpson. Papa Roach. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Speaking of Cardboard Classic, has Gary Lauer ever been up there? I don't think so. No. Are no. you saying you want to give him a ride up this year? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about uh, letting him bunk with me the night before. You no. should. Oh, I mean, you know it's what? a big room, and that would be nice of you. It's the first Friday of every March, which also coincides with the medical conference that he needs to speak at. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even consider the dates. Wow. So why why, why has he never been up there? And besides why mass transit doesn't. And, yeah, the, the soul yeah, train, yeah, doesn't, the soul go train doesn't make it up the mountain. Uh, or, but And why hasn't there been a Gary Lauer? I think I've seen his face maybe before. After many of the things crash, they look like a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever get him that cell phone that he asked you to get him? Did he no, ask me to get he, he asked you to find him a cell phone. Oh my! God. No, he didn't. Did yeah, he, he did. really? Yeah. I because I, I, I gave you a hard time. I was like, I think that you should do that. I, I, it must be so laughable that I don't even remember <laughs> it. That's it. Um, hey, can I just mention something really quick? Yes, and I'm sorry to mention this earlier. I know I keep forgetting. Yeah. yeah, my friend Nick Liberato, who I went to high school with, we've been friends for years. Um, he was in a couple of weeks ago. He's uh, known as Chef Nikki on uh, social media. He has a new show that is coming out today. It's available on Netflix. I actually got a few messages. Uh, people already uh, watching. Watching the show, they're kind of binging it already. So, uh, if you have nothing to do this weekend, it would be perfect to binge his new show. It's called Restaurants on the Edge, and basically, he goes to these beautiful waterfront properties across um, across the world, basically, and uh, kind of fixes up these restaurants that have an amazing view, amazing location, but uh, the food and their decor is just not uh, not up to snuff. So, so they go in and they kind of redo the restaurant, and it's called Restaurants on the Edge, and it's available right now on and Netflix. He visits your hometown in Puerto Rico. I understand. Yeah. He does. Too. <laughs> that picture up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I posted a picture of Nick and I in our senior year in high school and then one that we took when he was in studio. He's a really likable guy. I hope this works out for him. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, awesome. It's just another thing that I need to add to my binge-watching list. There are so many things that are yeah. so good to watch right oh my now. my God. Absolutely. All right. Um... <laughs> 
It's not sad. It's oh, not sad. No, okay. no, no. It's, it's, happy. it's a happy thing. Okay. Yeah. It's no sad. Uh, yeah. No sad. No, no sad, sad, bro. It's Friday. No, it's happy. Then, in case he realized it was a happy thing. <laughs> and then he played with his chew toy. <laughs> what, isn't that what you said this morning? No sad, bro. No it's sad. Friday. <laughs> no sad, what, bro. What did I say? No sad, bro. I wrote it down. It's Friday. It's yeah, Friday, bro. Somebody made a little a meme out yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah said, no, no sad, bro. It's Friday. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we should do the bizarre file. Here we go. No. Bizarre. WMMR. Presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. And this morning... No sad, bro. This morning it's brought to you by Robbins Diamonds in tax-free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. All right, we'll start with this. Two men were arrested following a road rage incident that led to someone using... Bear spray at the others. Bear spray? Uh, Yeah. Officers were dispatched and found two men experiencing extreme pain in their face and eyes. They told them the man had hit them with... Not so much fun, is it? uh, ...with bear spray after one of them struck the side mirror of the other man's vehicle because they felt he was driving dangerously dangerously close and too fast. But luckily, I have bear spray in my car. Yeah, the man who was uh, directly sprayed after striking the mirror was identified as 67-year-old Charles Wise. Uh, the individual who sprayed them, Jesse Zahal, had uh, driven to the police department and admitted uh, to spraying the man after he said one of them broke his mirror and screamed at him. Was this in a more rural area, I assume? Uh, who South- drives around with bear spray in their car? Southbury, <laughs> wherever this is. So uh, police said... Is south of Northbury? Zahal. <laughs> Zahal told them that he uh, drove by the men three times and had a verbal altercation each time before deciding to spray the men with... Uh, spray them on the third pass. Uh, commercially available bear repellent typically contains a p- potent shot of pepper spray. Uh, Zayal was charged with two counts of third-degree assault, one count of second-degree breach of peace, and Wise was charged with third-degree criminal mischief and second-degree breach of peace. In Scotland, a farmer has been filmed after he was caught on camera punching two sheep in the face. Why? Uh, William Brown was uh, filmed by an undercover animal welfare officer. Oh, yeah. He was, like, beating his farm animal. I haven't seen it yet, really. He's yes. been, like, punching them bitch. in the face. Yes. It's crazy. Uh, he admitted to violently punching two male sheep, causing unnecessary suffering. He was fined about $1,000. Maybe they're hitting on his sheep girlfriend. And uh, sentenced to uh, court after Scottish SPCA probe. I mean, how, uh, very docile. Yeah, exactly. And you're a farmer, for crying out loud. What are you doing? Show man? some respect Yeah, to your uh, sheep. Uh, they, uh, the group said uh, we would expect anyone involved in the rearing of livestock to, uh, for commercial purposes to have the highest standards of welfare and treatment. So he's in trouble over that. Never get into a fist fight with your livestock. Heather Nicholson recently shared a post on Facebook. The details of a pretty embarrassing incident. Nicholson explains that she picked up her son, Hunter, after school and that the boy had something exciting to tell her. Uh, she says he then rolled up his pants leg and pulled out a pair of her thong underwear. <laughs> this just happened, remember? This is similar, yeah. 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 To my friend. Yeah, it says, uh, Hunter Hunter said, I found this during music class. <laughs> Nicholson says the thong had stuck to the inside of the <laughs> pair of pants due to static cling. Hunter told her when he found it, he just panicked and shoved it back up in his pants leg because he thought that she would want it back. <laughs> so he went the rest of the day and these <laughs> underwear shoved up his pants. That was the story he gave, but he actually nailed his music teacher. Oh, uh, oh my God. People on social media were apparently amused by the stories Nicholson's post had been shared over 290,000 times. Wow. My friend's uh, son's teacher came out with hers and said, here, yeah. these were uh, in his blankie wow. at nap time. Oops. Oh, my God. 
in Suntan City in Sioux City, Iowa. Uh, they said a dozen or dozens of volunteers gathered Thursday at Stony Creek Hotel and Conference Center to receive free spray tans, and that's when Katie McWilliams spray tanned 113 people in under an hour, breaking a Guinness World Record. She had to beat the previous record of 107 spray tans in one hour. Well, uh, when you're working in bulk numbers like that, was she tanning their teeth as well? That's a good question. Was she just just like a like you're spraying a car? Uh, for now, the record is unofficial, but Suntan City says that they're submitting the request evidence to Guinness for official recognition. A man from uh, Jacksonville, Florida, who previously lost a leg in a car accident, got into a disagreement with a security guard at a Walmart on Sunday. Where's my bear spray? No, listen to this. Carlos Matei claims the security guard told him that he was not eligible to park in a handicapped parking spot. He was, uh, he was missing a leg. She thought his handicap tag was fake. He said the security guard screamed at him that he was not handicapped. The dude has a prosthetic leg on, like one you can tell. It says handicapped. Uh, <laughs> And when things escalated, his wife contacted police. Matei says the last thing the guard did was give him the middle finger and laugh. And she also gave them a trespassing warning, which is meant to keep them off the property. So far, the security company that hired the woman hasn't released any statements. When we put leggy capped spaces in, park away. That story really does everything that uh, would involve a bizarre file story. The yeah. guy with no leg, Jacksonville, Florida, and a Walmart. Exactly. Yeah. All of them. Everything you need. All right, and an internal NYPD video of police brass warning cops against leaking information to the media has been, you guessed it, leaked Leaked to to the media. media. (laughs) On Monday, the Daily News acquired the video of NYPD Chief of Department Terrence Monaghan dressing down rank-and-file cops, warning them against leaks. He said anyone who leaks information, photos, and videos to the media will be subjected to the strongest possible discipline. Uh, This is in the video that he said, which was put on the department intranet on Friday. He said, I will personally see to it. In the video, Monaghan mentions how surveillance video of of a police shooting in the Bronx that left a cop hospitalized was circulated online within hours of the the clash. Uh, The next day, surveillance videos of suspect Robert Williams opening fire at cops inside the 41st Precinct Station House was put online even faster. Uh, Monaghan said, it's unbelievable to me that someone would leak these videos, and yet they did. This was reckless, sharing the video with friends, which was done dozens of times, would not help the search for a potential cop killer, and making it available online uh, prematurely hinders an investigation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes, you know, it's done for a reason, but they also have to find these people and prosecute them. He said, this will not be tolerated, and I'm sure that many of you agree, but some cops didn't agree three days after being posted on the department's intranet, which the NYPD employees are only allowed to access. The video was recorded and shared outside the department. New York Daily News now, the media outlets were secretly given copies of the warning in short and order. Isn't it, ironic? it is ironic. Don't okay. Uh, one more story. Okay, uh, here you go. It's like radio. No, I didn't want more of it. Oh. All right, here we go. And he, then... he mistook your ire <laughs> and anger for embracing the concept. Right. All right, and then we'll do one last story. Uh, You have to wonder what motivated someone to steal a hearse. Uh, Police in Los Angeles say that on Wednesday night, a thief stole the black Lincoln Navigator from outside a church in East Pasadena. Unfortunately, there was a casket with a body inside it at the time. Whoops. Police took to social media to beg the thief to return the body, and the post was widely shared online. Local media report that the body was left in the vehicle while a mortuary attendant brought a different body into the church. And that's when the thief made his move. Uh, Yesterday morning, a witness reported seeing the SUV 
and L.A. police uh, pursued the hearse on the freeway until it crashed. Not immediately clear if the person in custody was the same person who had stolen the hearse in the first place, but authorities said the body was found undisturbed in the casket. Really and can't the, disturb a dead body. No, the front end was pretty trash. We're looking was at the it? Yeah. Right. yeah. Huh. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Casey's giving me something to give away. Ooh. My last pair of tickets for Adam Sandler at the Cure Insurance Arena in Trenton on April 23rd. It's a Thursday. Uh, caller 20. We're going to give it to you. 215-263-WMMR. Tickets go on sale at noon today. And you can get the complete details and uh, all the information you may need at WMMR.com. So call number 20. We're going to give you those tickets to see Adam Sandler and Trenton. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. And we'll do our lesson question. We'll see if you've been paying attention. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're getting near the end of the program. Still a few more things to go. Just a friendly reminder, in case you've been collecting the letters for the Word of the Week, we're going to give away the prize in just a little bit. I'm sure you're aware. Just wanted to double down on that and make sure that we're all on the same page here. So that is coming up. In the meantime, we have something else to give away uh, because we're going to do today's Lesson question, and we are going to give away as a prize pair of tickets to see Roger Waters, the second show that was added for Saturday, July 11th at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, tickets go on sale. Actually, they went on sale 20 minutes ago, uh, just to give you a heads up on that, Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. So we'll give you those tickets. Um, the question that I think I'm going to go with here is from early this morning. Um, the movie Glory, which Casey has never seen, is pretty much the same as which Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Amazing. But the movie Glory, which uh, Casey has never seen, is pretty much the same as which Adam Sandler movie? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer, and we'll do the trash wire call now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you this morning by uh, Godshall's Turkey Bacon. 80% less fat than pork bacon, but 100% of the taste. Available at Acme, ShopRite, Redner's, Walmart, and Sam's Club. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, CBS announcing they have cast the role of Clarice Starling for the new Silence of the Lambs TV series. Producers made it clear they were thinking outside the box when they decided on Terry Bradshaw. What? Yeah, it's an interesting choice. One of the boats at the Magic Kingdom in Orlando started sinking in the shallow water while in the middle of a tour. Tragically, there were not enough lifeboats for everyone, so many passengers got their socks wet. (laughs) Oh, my God. And finally, Tom Brady might actually be considering hopping teams because his agents have been talking to many other people during meetings at the NFL Combine this week. The news apparently rubbed Patriots owner Robert Kraft the wrong way, who insisted he's been rubbed the right way by Vietnamese hookers. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're saying. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the lesson question. We're going to go to the phones and see if somebody knows uh, what the movie Glory is actually uh, the same as which Adam Sandler movie, 215-263-WMMR, and it is John. We're going to go to, hey, John, how you doing? How you doing there? All right, John, uh, the movie Glory is the uh, same as what uh, Adam Sandler movie? I believe it was Happy Gilmore. You got it. Ooh. Hang on a second, pal, because for you, John, a pair of tickets to see the music that you're hearing right now. Roger Waters, second show added January 11th at the, or July 11th, I'm sorry, at the uh, Wells Fargo Center. This is not a drill North American tour performing in the round. 
And tickets are on sale as we speak. Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. Uh, so congratulations to you. Let's get into music news, shall we? Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. And it is brought to you by Pacifico Beer. Stop by a Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic Pacifico pre-party. Chances to win prizes. Hang with the MM Army Calendar Girls and an MMR personality. Details WMMR.com. But there's one tonight from uh, 6 to 8. Nick <clears throat> McElwain will be at uh, Time Out in Skipac. And then tomorrow, Casey will be at Sedona Tap House in Phoenixville from 3 to 5. And there will be Calendar Girls at each event and a chance for you to win. Uh, that very cool prize. All right, Marissa just handed me this story, so I haven't had a chance to go through the breaking details. Breaking news? No, it's not breaking oh. news, but I just, um, uh, I just want to, I, I, I try to sift out the unneeded details to save you all of that, right? So I edit the stories that I go through, and I, I just had a chance to go through this, so I might miss some of it. Anyhow, uh, Prince Harry has uh, done a studio session with John Bon Jovi. Huh. Uh, bon Jovi recorded a new version of his song Unbroken for this year's Invictus Games, the sporting competition for injured military personnel that Harry created in 2014. Uh, the prince met with uh, John outside the famous Abbey Road Studios, chatting casually. Uh, the two were then ushered into the control room overlooking Studio 2, where the Beatles recorded during the 1960s and shared a quick duet in front of the studio's microphones. Uh, John had told uh, the prince, it's going to be real easy just pretend you're singing in your bedroom and just shout it out. Uh, Harry shared a tease of the encounter on his Instagram pa- page. Uh, the pair then engaged in one of London's ultimate tourist activities, posing on the road crossing, made famous by the Beatles on the cover of the Abbey Road album. I'm sure they probably had some help stopping the traffic, <laughs> unlike I did when my wife and I tried you're almost to killed, right? cross. And almost everybody yeah, gets yeah. killed. It's an incredibly busy street right in front of there. <laughs> so I'm sure fast. the residents love it. Oh, yeah. They don't yeah. mind. No, they, they, yeah, you know, they absolutely, and that's, it's legendary that they hate it. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do they do? Uh, dead or Alive? Or what do they do? They, what songs do they cover? Uh, no, they didn't cover them. No, no. They, they did this one for the Invictus oh. Games. It's called Unbroken. Uh, the... Um, Originally released last year, the pro-veteran anthem Unbroken now features backing vocals from members of the Invictus Choir. So that's why Harry was on board for that. Five Finger Death Punch released its eighth studio album titled F8 Today. Uh, The follow-up to the 2018 Injustice for None caps a turbulent period for the group in which singer Ivan Moody finally got sober after a near-fatal struggle with addiction while co-founding drummer Jeremy Spencer bowed out of the band due to physical issues. Much of F8's lyrical content deals with Moody's battle with addiction, its aftermath, and his recovery. And the singer will celebrate two years of sobriety next month. Five Finger Death Punch launches a North American tour on April 8th. Now online is behind-the-scenes footage video of Jason Momoa playing the title role of Ozzy Osbourne while filming a video for Ozzy's song, Scary Little Green Men. God, they do look similar. Following a brief teaser clip that surfaced a few days ago, the Aquaman star, uh, an acknowledged heavy metal fan, uh, can now be seen in a new featurette about the making of video. Um, and apparently, uh, Jason is a huge metal fan, having previously said that he listens to a lot of Pantera, Metallica, and Mudvayne. Uh, Scary Little Green Man appears on Ordinary Men, the new album. Uh, there's no word yet on when the full Scary Little Green Men video will appear. And then finally, coming on April 24th is Def Leppard's London to Vegas multimedia set. Uh, the limited edition two, bla- two Blu-ray, four CD, two DVD, four CD set. That's, that's too much to say. I was like, what movie is that where he's like, two Blave? 
It's uh, Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. Okay, that's it. Uh, which means to bluff. Your <laughs> <laughs> friend was obviously playing poker. Anyhow, it was set also to be issued on digital formats and features two concert films, Hysteria at the O2 and Hits Vegas Live at Planet Hollywood. Uh, That's film, a lot. Filmed in December 2018, Hysteria at the O2 features Def Leppard's debut at the London venue and spotlights the band's uh, playing its diamond-certified 10-times platinum album, Hysteria, in its entirety. Uh, six months later, they were captured uh, during the band's sold-out residency in Las Vegas at Zappos Theater in Planet Hollywood. Uh, hits Vegas Live at Planet Hollywood features a 28-song dive into the band's greatest hits and favorite album cuts. And there you go. That's your music news for today. All right, so one more break to take. Let's do that. Come back in a second. We'll get ready to wrap the whole thing up and give away everything we got to give away. Stay with us. We'll return shortly. The black keys on a piano are either sharp or flat. The black keys on stage are never flat. They're amazing. MMR rocks. The Black Keys, Saturday, August 22nd at BB&T Pavilion. Win tickets this week with Jackson or hit up the contest page at WMMR.com. All winners qualify to see the Black Keys in sunny San Diego. MMR has more free tickets during our block party weekend and your chance to see them in Southern California. Click WMMR.com for our giveaway cheat sheet and all the details. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. 93.3 WMMR and the Black Keys. Everything that rocks. Uh, Coming to the very end of uh, the work week and our radio program, which has been fun this week. I hope you've been along for the whole thing. Uh, I would do thank yous, but uh, nobody to thank but you and us. It was a, what do we call it this morning? It was a clean slate. It was a, a wee show. A wee show. A, yeah. wee, a wee show. show. Yes, that's right. We all just, did uh, weed. Uh, it was a very intimate radio program today, which is... Uh, and it worked. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it worked, too. And I never got to play this for you, Preston. Gonna sit down in the kitchen oh. and fix me something good to Thank eat. Thank you, Casey. And make my hair you guys, high, make the whole day. you wouldn't know the song at all. We're gonna like lay around the shanty mama and put a good buzz on. That's a song, I, I call this like a regional song. When I grew up in St. Louis, you could hear that almost every day on the radio. John, oh, really? Jonathan Edwards, right? Yeah. yeah it was, yeah. Song called Shanty. It's all about smoking weed. <laughs> so Casey wanted me to play that since it was a weed show today. It's a weed show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, no thank yous. Um, but no regrets. No regrets. No, no regrets at all. <laughs> all good. I think a wonderful way to end the, end the week. Yeah, I'm just trying to... I guess we just go right to the letter of the day because yeah. normally I do some thank yous that kills a little time while Pierre's coming in, but I got oh. nothing else. I got nothing. Yeah, what is he? He must be bolting across the parking lot. Uh, maybe. So Casey's checking the. Oh dear lord! Right now <laughs> he's not doing thank yous. <laughs> we'll, uh, there were no guests. <laughs> we'll get there right away. You ready? Yeah, wait, yeah. you see this happen though. Ah, uh, okay. What? I got it. It's, I always look down the hallway for perchance. Oh, see if he'll be running. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, let's do the letter. Right. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and... Oh, I saw something shaking <laughs> outside the studio. No, I thought that was him. custodian. Okay. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... Y, as in Yazoo! All right. <laughs> 
Uh, let's take caller 5 at 215-263-WMMR and give you the prize only if you know the word of the week. So oh, what was that? Let's get you on board now. What are you guys looking at? Somebody was sprinting. Was it Pierre? Um, there he is! Hey! made it satchel across his body frilly sleeves tasseled <laughs> hair uh exhausted look bloodshot eyes making he's he's trying to make a, a muscle man pose and catch his breath yeah yeah you okay been here for hours. <laughs> <laughs> you have the look of someone who's had time to get in here relaxed yep that's you know. me uh-huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> The Tasmanian devil looks more put together. Uh, I am. Therefore, I am. That's right. You know, little philosophy I am, this morning. I cried. That's right. <laughs> uh, so we already got the letter, so we're going to go there. I know that. But let's see how you're doing. I am stupendous. Excellent. I'm happy to hear yeah. that. It's, uh, Do you it's... have any big weekend plans? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Sometimes things just kind of fall together no, for you. I have so many things I have to do. Do you really? I've got uh, a parkour meet. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm going hunting at six tomorrow morning. Uh, uh, hunting, uh, yeah, hunting. Uh, but I've got, uh, I got. Um, Sounds great. A haircut tonight. Okay. Then I've got the gymnasium. Then I've got a got to do taxes tomorrow. Then two birthday parties tomorrow night. Wow. Then, hang on. Uh, you're doing taxes, and it's not even March yet? Yeah. It's not That's impressive. No, this is for 2000 <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so am I. I think we'll probably be in the same office tomorrow morning. I'm oh, going cool. in. I have the 930 appointment tomorrow morning, but I want to get it done. I'm, I'm never this early either, but I'm, I'm quite impressed that you're doing it now. I'm not quite ready just yet. <laughs> Shocking. Um, but will wrap that up today. I'm putting the last <laughs> details on the package. Which means you, you have one receipt I have one receipt from a 7-Eleven uh, in Conshohocken. Is there a 7-Eleven in Conshohocken? Yeah, there is. I've been there. Okay. Uh, I know there's a Wawa in Conshohocken. No, there's uh, Good. So, yeah. And then I've got... Uh, uh, then I have a, uh, the Silver Sun Pickups. What is that? That's a great band. That's Sunday night. Wait. Oh, and then I, I have this opportunity to meet these Holocaust survivors on Sunday at this gathering. So uh, I'm going to go in the afternoon to do that, and then go to a concert Sunday night, and um, and you, um, it's going to be really an. You do have weekend. a full packed weekend. Yeah. Who's the yeah. concert Sunday night? Silver Sun Pickups. Okay, are playing one. at the Fillmore. I think. Okay, uh, <laughs> they're really good. I think he's not quite sure where he's going. <laughs> but he's going. I think they are. I don't know. I've never I'll seen him before. But a friend of mine invited me, and I said, "Sure, I'll go." Okay. Uh, How yeah. much you want to bet he shows up waiting for the concert and the Holocaust victims walk out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, anything is possible. Mercury is still retrograde. <laughs> is it? So anything is still possible. But I'm. I've got my lucky penny. Oh. Um. I got my lucky penny. And this uh, lucky penny was given to me by uh, your former intern, Max. Okay. Uh, and um, it uh, it's from 1968, the year the radio station started. Uh, and he found a 1968 penny. Okay. Uh, and I show it now to the studio audience. Beautiful, isn't it? Yes, I thought they thought so. And um, and I, as a result, uh, have it. Have you held on to that all this time? I Agreed. don't know. Yeah. I don't Where do know. you keep it? Well, at various locations. You, you don't okay. want to know. But I, I, I have it um, in, 
Levi's 501s have this little... Yeah, uh, the little baby pocket. They're baby awesome. Pocket. Yeah. yeah. That's where I've been keeping it. That's, that's where good, I keep my deli meat. That's yeah. a good spot for it. Yeah. So, and... Um, so that's what I got going. Okay. Wow. The, uh, the show today. Do you want to hear about that or do we want to get a winner? Oh, about your show? Yeah. Let me get a winner first. Let's get a winner first. Okay. We'll do... <laughs> and then we'll find out about your show. I'm going to go to <laughs> Eric. Hey, Eric, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Eric, do you know the word of the week? Bray. Yabba dabba do! Yes. Spray. Eric, you got it right, and we are going to give you a three-night, three-day drive-and-stay mini-vacation for four to Smuggler's Notch in Vermont, courtesy of Hyundai City. Sound pretty good? That sounds great. We need a vacation. Thank you, guys. You got it, buddy. We're here to help. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. Hyundai City's uh, President's Day savings event are in their final days. Uh, So come celebrate with the red, white, and blue by saving a whole lot of green only at South Jersey's favorite Hyundai dealer. That is HyundaiCity.com. So congratulations. Hang on. We'll get your information. Now I will ask the question, what's coming up on your show today, man? Well, we got more tickets for Roger Waters, a big block of Pink Floyd. Second show just went on sale. Uh, we got Black Keys, another show on sale for them. We've got uh, B-52s. Um, I, I think a show is on sale for them or a birthday. I can't remember which. But it's uh, Sin- or, yeah, Cindy Wilson's birthday. Cindy Wilson's yep. birthday. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're going to do that. And uh, we've got the uh, Judas Priest uh, on sale as well. So we're going to do that. Mm. So it's going to be an action-packed day. Love it. Thank yeah. you, Pierre. And thank you. speaking of thank yous, I want to thank Acme, our sponsor. Uh, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas where the snow comes first. And uh, also, God Shoals, 80% less fat, yeah. 100% bacon flavor. Next week on the show, we have lots of stuff in the works, but the one thing we want to highlight would be the Cardboard Classic. I'll do one last reminder. Nick has an appearance today. It's a Cardboard Classic pre-party with Pacifico. You could end up winning uh, the VIP Cardboard Classic experience from Pacifico, which is an overnight stay, lift tickets, and VIP access for you and three friends to watch the Classic. Nick will be right down the street from me in Skipback, PA, at Time Out from 6 to 8 p.m. Calendar Girls, Dominique, and Tatiana will be there. Come by, have a drink, get some food, get registered for this prize. And then Casey tomorrow will be in Phoenixville at Sedona Tap House. He is there in the afternoon, 3 to 5. Stop by and see the Calendar Girls, uh, Carly and Gina, and same thing. Specials on Pacifico, and get you registered for that grand prize. So Cardboard Classic next week. That's what we're looking for. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve. Love you. Hate you. Line. Fridays, I usually feel like Forrest Gump when he just gets done doing that long run. Um, I'm pretty tired. I think I'm going to I want to go home now. Next message. We're one week away. From the greatest day in f-ing history. Cardboard classic, baby. Next message. Hello, Preston. Hello, Steve. Hello, Jesse. How are you all today? Got that song stuck in my head from this morning. Thank God it's Friday. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.
The world of comics has been growing for the past 30 years, and that's why Robbie Landis and Ben Morris are here to break it all down for you. Join the shop talk every Monday for the latest in DC, Marvel, and beyond. Find the other identity at CheckpointXP.com or download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.